Once upon a time in a faraway podcast kingdom, there was a humble host and a brazen co-host who set out to do a podcast on the most utterly ridiculous of shows. They trudged through the repetitive first season until they met a new, respectful co-host, and the three together with the newly energized second season, they set out on a journey of memes and discourse. One day, the humble host, the brazen co-host, and the respectful co-host discovered their new favorite theory to talk about and discussed it nonstop. Until today, when everything has finally come together and we have answers. Kind of. I'm your humble host, Dylan, today, joined by my uh, brazen co-host, Delaney. Hey, y'all. And uh, respectful co-host, April. Hi there. Uh, and is I... April really the respectful co-host? Is that really <laughs> would you would you switch those? I was a hard choice. No, I'm not respectful, but like I don't, <laughs> I don't know if that's what I would have picked for April. I know I went by the ones that were in the thing, so I don't know. Um, it depends. I mean, sometimes I mean I'm not respectful. We could have gotten curious. I did brazen instead of curious. April, I think curious is good for April. I like curious. Yeah, uh, that was. Also, <laughs> oh, you're welcome. I didn't start screaming. You, so oh, good. I let you. I let you, you do the whole thing. Thank you. I I wish you could have seen how far my jaw dropped. For the entirety of that. <laughs> no, once the music started, I was like, oh, God, it's Luca. And then it got worse. Uh, no. <laughs> look, but look, there's more coming Honestly, this podcast. Hold better. on. More? <laughs> you and your freaking soundboard. I love this so much. Oh, I'm here for it. That, uh, shout out Sarah for that idea, by the way. Um, Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> Sarah, I hate you. You'll hear about this later. <laughs> So yes, it is uh, time for our big podcast on collusion, revolution, and representation. Uh, uh, we're terrible overly... title ideas. I, title uh, terrible titles, by the way. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really say what's going on. Revolution is particularly uh, confusing because collusion has a revolution in it. Um, yeah, but uh, overly animated podcast, overlyanimated.com. Find our previous miraculous ladybug podcast here. Uh, and, uh, spoiler warning, we are going by the Disney U.S. episode, English dub releases, spoilers only up, uh, up to the episodes we're covering in this podcast, so just not the finale. Um, please absolutely no spoilers past where the Disney U.S. dub is at anywhere in the comments or anywhere you would interact with the podcast. We are not spoiled. We don't know what's going to happen in the finale. At least I don't. Um, we didn't, I had no idea what was coming in revolution or representation. So very successful, spoiler-free. Thank you for two more weeks of spoiler-freeness here. Please. Um, yeah, we have much to talk about, big episodes. Um, Delaney, uh, and this is, by the way, this is coming, oh. we're recording this on Saturday, and this re- representation just aired in the U.S. today. So the so. feelings are raw, and <laughs> unfiltered. And also, I did everything today, to keep that in mind. Okay, uh, Delaney, what uh, were your biggest oh. reactions as you went through these three episodes? Oh, geez. I don't even, I don't know. So a lot of like, normally I'm like pausing and screaming, which I did a little bit. I did do that for, I think, uh, collusion. Yeah. That was the toughest one. No, I don't know. Like, so like, well, I didn't, I, there were moments I wanted to do it for representation, but April hadn't watched yet. But I know. Yeah. This is the first episode ever. I think you watched first. Yeah, I know. I, I was so surprised. It's because I didn't sleep. Anyway, <laughs> that's, that's fair. It's hard. It's hard to pinpoint because I was kind of just like, 
I was like just staring at my phone the whole time, like just like eyes wide. <laughs> like it just kept happening. Like stuff just kept there happening. There was no stopping. There it. was no stopping. Like it was just like, oh my god. Um, and then like I don't like wild stuff kept happening. Like Miss Bustier is gay, and that's still not like the most shocking thing that happened. <laughs> were like, you were you surprised, or had you did you have any idea? So I didn't have any idea because how would you? But like I'm not shocked. <laughs> like I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. There's I'm no... really happy that she's gay. I was like, oh, she got a motorcycle wife. Like, <laughs> look at you. Right? Um, I thought it was fun. Like, I thought it was funny. Like, just like, I don't know. This show, I'm really proud of this show from going from like, I don't know. Like, it's we've had some like really like low key representation. And then like this season, it's like, nah. Yeah. Fight us. Pretty so good I'm about it. And then they kept, and it, it wasn't just a one off thing either. Like, they kept. Like, poor Giselle. She was like, I'm stressed. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I I guess the most. Oh, okay. The biggest, my biggest reaction. Yes. Which is, y'all can laugh at me about it. Was that uh, Hawkmoth akumatized a pregnant woman. I was like, that's two. (laughs) You just akumatized two people. Does the unborn baby also get akumatized? Oh, no. And then I was like freaking out. I was like, do not akumatize her. And then when she broke free, I was like, yes. And then, of course, she got akumatized anyway, but, like... This is, like, two, two minutes of thoughts. You haven't mentioned Santa Monsters or The Kiss once. Oh, well, like, okay, so... Um, <laughs> well, The Kiss, like... The Kiss is sad! Um, we got we got what we deserved, though. It was, like, cinematic in, like, 30 seconds of solid kissing. And then, like, these adults can't rip these children away. Hilarious. Uh, Gorilla is, like, the MVP. Love Gorilla. He's the best. Gorilla he, backstory. He's such a bro. Um, that airport guy sucks. Okay, okay, and we'll get we'll get to everything. <laughs> we don't need to get to airport guy yet. We'll, 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 well, we'll I guess like my biggest thing is like the movie, like the little movie is like so stupid, but it's great. Okay, pro uh, movie. I guess that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. The, it's like the a little performance. Film. I was confused. Okay, so I will talk about it. I was confused. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk. It's, like it's... whether it was like happening or it was a recording. Good, like, good we're question. Talk about it. Good question. <laughs> I was a- deeply confused. April, your biggest reactions to the episode, these episodes? Okay, so uh, these last three episodes, the best way I can describe them is that they're a train wreck that you can't look away from, but yes. it's not a train wreck. So, but it also know, is a train, like a train wreck. Yeah, it like is it is it. Um, which, I, it's the only way I can describe it. It's so hilarious because representation, like, threw me for, like, it just sent me spiraling. And then it was <laughs> hilarious because, like, I was looking over the notes and everything like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Last episode, Adrian and Marinette kiss. I forgot. That's how You forgot. Yes. I no, forgot. That's the thing with these three episodes and why I don't have, like, a big reaction to certain... Because, like, it just keeps happening, like, stuff. Yeah, and I like, would tell Tanya and Tanya to be like, there's more? And I was like, yes. <laughs> like, there's two more episodes after this. Yeah. Like, it, it, it was... It's, it's so interesting because I feel like I'm constantly pausing episodes and freaking out. And these last three episodes... Like held my attention from you start keep, to yeah, finish. Yeah, you got to keep watching because you're like, yeah. what? and then it just keeps. I, I didn't just, even yell at Lila. It was it was insanity. Who, who, I only know Cerise. 
I'm refused to call her. <laughs> I refuse to play her little games. <laughs> We're not playing. You like how it, the last that before these three episodes, it's like, oh, I'm Cerise now, and then they don't say that name once in not these three ever. episodes. I, is she even Cerise? Uh, to me, she also, is. Also, oh. she just li- lives in a basement. Like she just has a little bunker now, yeah. and she's like, <laughs> she, she, Chloe. Yeah. It was like she's... the worst agent ever. <laughs> Oh yeah, there is Chloe in these episodes. <laughs> Chloe, I'm sorry, this the is like best Chloe. Two and three quarters Chloe, or one and three quarters Chloe episodes. That's true. Yes. Anything? But, else? What else, April? Oh, there are so many things. Like she, okay, she knows, right? Like she knows, knows. We're gonna talk about this. I know, but like I'll talk I just about keep. It. You just I said just, no so many times. What? But I, that's all I keep thinking is I'm like Marinette knows now. She knows now. Like I'm like, please, Marinette, I need you to be smart for once okay, in your life. I mean, I don't think she knows Adrian's cat. That's the, That's thing. the biggest That's the thing. thing. Well, no, not that, but like she knows that about Adrian's the a Santa monster. We'll talk about but, it. Um, but, don't call them monsters. Centipede. That's true. They don't. Know, but like, this is the thing that I really like about this is like they don't talk about Adrian. Like Felix knows, yeah. but they're like, we're gonna present. Okay, you this like this that? Way. Interesting. Yeah, I liked that too. Because okay. Because we're on this like theme of like telling but not telling. So also, I don't think, also I don't think it's Felix's place to tell. Yeah, like, I, I, I feel that. Know. I feel that. Yes. But do you like it if it is revealed in, in the finale, or do you like it even if it's uh, left unsaid into season six? I think there's no way. Yeah, there's no what. There's no way we can. We can go without mentioning mm, it. Okay. Up and up into this. Why do you say that? Like I want. I want to hear your reasons. <laughs> what do you I, mean? I'm, I'm, I'm just. <laughs> I'm just. Like, just what do you know? I'm just coming in with the opposite perspective. I feel like we're not going to get. I feel like this is all we are getting this season. But we'll talk no. about it. You don't think they're going to address it at all? I mean, we'll address it, but I feel like if we're getting Adrian's Ascent Monster said, they would have said it in the backstory episode. But maybe not. Maybe this is or a maybe, no, domino. Maybe block. that's the finale is that Adrian finds out he's a Ascent Monster. Oh, we'll tell, yeah, we're gonna make our finale predictions too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. okay so there. Dylan, you. how did you feel about these three episodes? Oh, I th- I'm glad you asked, a respectful <laughs> co-host. This uh, <laughs> is so irritating. <laughs> I love it. I want to make the shirts now. Oh, See, God. if I called Delaney respectful, I just would have gotten crap for it. But I call April respectful. Okay, no, here's the thing. I completely agree that, like, I mean, and if it... you would called, if you would have called me butthole co-host, I would have agreed. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not upset. That's that what I'm I meant. Crazy. That's really what I meant. I just don't agree with like April being respectful. <laughs> of the two, of the two options, you know. <laughs> like, I'm not upset about who I am at all. Like, I'm fully prepared. Like, I, that and, uh, was we, have, we have no issues with me there. being humble, though. Thank you very much for that. You're welcome. Yeah. I mean, I would have gone with obnoxious, but like, it's fine. <laughs> okay. I was like, I I appreciate that, like, Del- Delaney's so upset about the respectful that she's not even going to talk about the humble. I know. I yeah, got away with that. That's what's so <laughs> you good. really did. You did. You got away with it. It's okay. true. No, I was like, that's what you went with? Like, that's what I want. With. <laughs> um, okay, so these three. Uh, what a weird group uh, of episodes. Yes, I think collusion and revolution that, yes. up until the last five minutes is like one thing, and then the last five minutes of revolution and representation is like the finale. It's like Endgame stuff. Yes. Um, so it's it's like definitely two separate things, and the Chloe as mayor plotline. I'm not the biggest fan of, honestly. <laughs> like, this is like the most ridiculous the show has ever been. I was like, they're just gonna let Chloe be mayor. 
Like, I like some of the things we do. We'll talk about it in more detail probably towards the end because it's, uh, this, you know, got buried. It's going to get buried a little bit. But I, I am not the biggest fan of Chloe as mayor um, and the continued focus of, of Cerise and Chloe. Um, but I've kind of come to terms with it in terms of, like, this is the Chloe finale. And I, like, wonder if she's gone from the show heading into yeah, season six. Yeah, they're, like, banishing her to oh. London. Yeah. So, like, I, I I kind of, like, I'm okay with this as a Chloe finale. It's maybe better than them not addressing her at all. It's just, like, this is so deep into the season to be doing Chloe stuff. Um, but they felt it's huge, you know. They they clearly felt it was big. And and it was and it was big. It was, it, like, in scope. It was... um just uh not uh the content we necessarily were really wanting i think um there's really good stuff in uh the beginning of collusion though um this bustier stuff's great revolution uh i think revolution's really rushed the chloe stuff um as the as mayor there's like this uh, second segment of revolution which is the most fast-paced ladybug has been which is saying something we we yeah um and uh you know it's okay though i'm okay with speeding through it but once we slow down the show is better and the last five minutes were incredible with the kiss i really loved it it was it was so beautiful um i wish we could have slowed down and drawn out that stuff more throughout the episode um i think ladybug continues to very frequently rush through big moments when there's just these gorgeous shots in the show. Just like, it's really underrated how beautifully animated ladybug is at like the shot of Marinette, sadly looking up at the plane, leaving at the end of the episode. Um, the kiss is beautifully, uh, animated. Um, but it it felt very fast, but then we get to representation and this episode like properly slowed down. I felt like, yeah, yeah, it was gorgeous. And it didn't feel super rushed with the beautiful shots of which there are many in this episode. At every, I feel like every shot in representation was absolutely it's, 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 gorgeous. It's, it's clearly like, especially <laughs> animated. It's like uh, everything is so beautiful. Yeah. Even like like Rose and Julica getting hit with the little, I don't know, thing. Yeah. Uh like, even those, I was just like stunned. I was like, why is this so pretty right now? <laughs> It, it it was it was really beautiful. The story and the themes of the episode, I think, are really good. But it's like the visuals, uh, I think, are the best part. And honestly, overall, I think representation might be the best Ladybug episode. It's one day. It's today at air. So, but like the, ever, ooh. ever. I mean, ever? I think the best Ladybug episode ever mm-hmm. is this season. So it's between this, mm-hmm. the Argos oh, oh. Argos episode, episode oh, nine, and episode. the t- and oh. the t- the two part um, hero. The when they. Stop being Ladybug and Cat. I love those two episodes. I think those oh, are your, I don't your know. Editors. This is so hard. Anyway. All I can't the, pick right now. They're all great. Yeah, Ask me later. And re- <laughs> if if you can take the last five minutes of Revolution separately, then include that. Um, but okay. uh, the, I, lo- I, re- I love the presentation of the lore, the backstory. I think it was very fun, very dramatic. Just I personally was very frustrated we did not get the whole thing. Um, yeah. Fair. Yeah. I think it feels great as a setup, like, to the finale. It's, yeah. like, very tension-filled, this whole episode. We get, like, major- like the whole framing of the lore, just not the key parts that we need. Um, well, and I'm sure there's a reason for that. Sorry, I didn't mean to yeah, interrupt. Well, I, well, yeah, and that's the, the big question. Um, and we get, I also really liked Adrian confronting his, his father one last time, I think, um, is what we're setting up here. Uh, so, and I'll get into my specific predictions based on this. I, I think it, it just start to finish. So beautiful. Um, like just show, I think this just really shows Ladybug at its best and clears so much care and everything put into it. And I have a lot more to say about the backstory stuff, obviously. They kiss. 
Do we want to, you want to talk I about know. the kiss before the... Uh... Yes. I think we have to. Okay, we can put the kiss first. Let's we can do that. start on a positive note. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, before, like, you guys said you loved the, the backstory. Okay. Yeah, but we have things to discuss. Okay, let's set up the kiss in Revolution. Uh, so Marina finally learns from Adrian that he's going to London. Um, and, and then she like scooters to the tarmac and, uh, so good. Her scooter is like heavily featured in these episodes. It's great. Main character energy. Yes. Somehow completely gets past any airport security, um, which is just this one baggage check guy. And, uh, I guess, I guess he's the, I guess he's the wavy guy with the stick. Um, what's, what's that guy (laughs) called? I don't know. What are they called? (laughs) Oh, I know this in yeah, my brain somewhere. I feel like I know this. And uh, yeah, then kisses on what? What they kiss on the like landing thing? It's what? like the gangplank. Yeah, gangplank. Is that yeah. what it's called? I'm googling. Yes, this. gangplank. Do, wait, do you not know about the the? I say term. Wow, gangplank. I didn't know. I I don't know. Maybe I've heard it and it hasn't sunk in before. Gangplank. Well, it's well, because it's like it's from like when we had like ships it's from a ship yeah yeah ship, oh it says it's ship or like boat. boat so it, it doesn't say specifically for plane but yeah okay no but, but i think they still call it that because it's essentially okay the same and, then, idea. and then they kiss and we get this this the the spinning around oh it's so good oh beautiful and then they get pulled apart and they're still kissing gorilla's like uh, i do this it's finally our adrianette kiss that we have been building up and waiting for and it, it was absolutely amazing did it live, they, they did, beat they beat bones good job guys yeah only, only you know what you're talking about um <laughs> <laughs> it took bones six seasons <laughs> oh, okay they so you're saying it's t- taking a long time for a kiss okay yes um do technically I need... they win anyway because they actually got together but they didn't even get together until season six uh did did this live up to the hype delaney I think so. I, you know, it's like sad that it, it's like a sad kiss, but you know, they're all, you know, we had all imagined it in different ways, or it would be a reveal. This, this. No, I think this was really good, and it felt natural, especially considering like, like Rose is pressuring, and then like them struggling to kiss in previous episodes. Yeah, they were definitely setting up the previous one, and and yeah, they'd been waiting the whole time. So, like ten episodes, they've been building to it. We got like this super dramatic, like sad romance movie kiss. It was great. Yeah, so it's super what? cinematic. April, did it live up to that for you? Absolutely. It was gorgeous. I loved the setup of it. And especially because, like you said, Rose was like, when are you guys going to kiss? How can you do this so right but be so wrong at the same time? Um <clears throat> And them saying like they're waiting, like they're not in any kind of hurry. It's they're waiting for the right moment, and that could not have been a more beautiful moment. I cried. Um, <laughs> I'm remembering it now. <laughs> I almost cried. Yay! Yeah, I was just so happy because I mean I was sad, but also like so happy because the, like the kiss meant so much to them, and it meant so much to us, and. To, like, finally, like, get it, get it was just incredible. A beautiful experience. So, um, also, I think they did it in front of Gabriel. And take that, Gabriel. (laughs) (laughs) Take take that, Gabe. Yeah. And he's like, what he was like, pull them apart. I'm like, you don't, you just don't, like, why are the people listening to you? 
Like he yeah. only he only helped it because it made it that much more dramatic. Exactly. He really, yeah, he really contributed. We should thank Gabe. <laughs> thank you, thank Gabriel, for setting up all this drama for the kiss. We appreciate you. Not really. <laughs> I do still. Okay. Oh. We'll talk about him. Oh, he yeah, sucks. I, I thought it was beautiful. I think it lived up. I, I think it's like they've kissed before in episode nine, just not as Marinette and Adrian. So exactly, it, yeah. it feels different. I mean, because it is different. It feels They're different. Not the same people. Yeah, I think um, the show clearly felt this was like a key thing in the whole sh- series, and but and, and like I understand, but you know they they'd kissed before um but it was still it was still great and it was it was so beautiful i think it's one of the big the most beautiful scenes of the show i love uh, how much they went for it they kissed for a long they time they did it was great they went yeah. for it in terms of the the spinorama with the camera around them um like cheesy but gorgeous it's like perfect it so for good. this show I, I honestly didn't did not even think of it as cheesy i was just i so think in the moment. if we okay so like Think about, like, all the shows we've covered and, like, you know, big, like, you know, like, they get together kisses. I, this, uh, it's tough. It's tough for me to say. This but pretty it might, cheesy. It's pretty, no, it's pretty cheesy, but I'm like, it might, I don't know, it's either above or right next to the Katang kiss. At the end, the actual kiss. Not, yeah, but they, um, I, that, that's a good comparison because they kissed before, too. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's like, goes for it cinematically like the Katang it's kiss, so I agree. Um, so I just watched uh, Elemental, the Pixar movie. Um, which I really, oh. I really loved, by the way. Uh, so, so spoilers, but I'll keep it vague for Elemental. So skip out of it. Okay, good because um, I haven't seen it yet. That's yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to spoil it, but whatever. It's, it's that's necessary. my plans for this. Evening. I mean, it's like a romance movie, so like Aww. it's a romance movie. So there's a kiss in it uh, that uh, it and it, it they go for like the kiss smash cut replay of the kiss again smash replay again of the kiss <laughs> like that's that's like such a classic too like we have to see it three times in a row and i loved it there it's so cheesy in and like I, four different angles yeah yeah but it's yeah <laughs> like, like bang 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 like i feel like they could have done that one too uh, like that would have fit the show too in this one uh, but i love the spin like here i thought it was that was no, so, the spin so is like the greatest thing ever yes uh, yeah, it, it's uh, the music, I think, was really incredible, this scene, too. And then to, to punctuate it with the just Marinette lo- looking up and then it fades into the the splash screen at the end that we always get uh, with Marinette uh. there. And then she, the same shot. It's it's I think it's the best use of splash screen in the show. Um, mm-hmm. Gorgeously set up shot. Only complaint uh, is the framing, which it's uh, this is at the end of an unrelated episode with Chloe. So it's like I can't go and rewatch the Kiss episode, right? It's like this is yeah. the this yeah. is the Chloe episode, uh, a Chloe as Mayor episode with the Kiss at the end, and that's very Ladybug that we're like so rushed and stuff. We don't give the this its own episode. I mean, I don't know how you would have done it, but um, it's it's you can still rewatch that thing. And it's it's kind of like when uh, Amity kisses Luz. Like the first time, like oh, when she kisses yeah. her on the cheek, you have to go through that whole episode <laughs> to get like. You're like yeah, and want, there's 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 other segments too. Of this episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, so good. Any 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 other uh, thoughts? So, are, what, where where are we in Adrianette now? What do you mean? I mean, they're gonna they're, they love each other forever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. But they're being very dramatic. By the way, they're like, "Oh, love Marinette forever." Like, we'll never be apart. When you're it's like great. 12, that's how it is. And and <laughs> and not to jump in, but Felix and Kagami are like, we're in love now. It's like it's so yeah. good. You got, you, oh, I completely you, bought that. I'm completely fine with that. You, you're I mean, all four, yeah. you're all 14. Like, what are you? Like, yeah, yeah, you know I what? I don't, spoiler alert: 
I don't know if this is a spoiler because it's already happened, but I was madly in love with my boyfriend at like 14 too. And we were going to be together forever. Yeah, I did, didn't have did, to. Um, did that happen? Like, no, uh, it didn't. <laughs> but. So yeah, spoiler alert for all these children's lives. Like it doesn't no, usually last forever. No, children. Dylan, this is a cartoon. They're going to be <laughs> This is fantasy. Marin and Adrian are the main characters. Aang though, decided so he loved Katara when he was 12. Okay? And, and yeah, and they're to yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And now we're going to see them always together and all the upcoming. Yeah. So that's just how it works. They call each other sweetie. God, they're the worst. At 12. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Okay. This is important. Uh, season six, uh, Marin and Adrian are together. What are their pet names for each other? Okay. This is a good question. Ooh, this is hard. Ooh. Has, I feel like it's going to be like bakery related. One of them has Muffin? to be, like, hamster-related. Oh, hamster. Because they're, they're going to have a hamster when they're older and together. <laughs> Muffin would be would be good for Marinette. Ooh. Muffin. Ooh, I don't know. And, okay, the thing is, like, Adrian's weird, though. So, like, he might he might come up with a really weird one. Well, what about my pancake? <gasps> oh, that was another one I was thinking about. Oh, pancakes. that's cute. I feel like he's gonna, um... Or like, like Chuquette, because that's what Chuquette. Um, oh, that would be really good. What Marinette? I I corrected your spelling, by the way. You On like Chuquette. Butchered, <laughs> I mean, it's not in your defense. Word. It's French, yeah. but like it was wrong. <laughs> I feel like Adrian's gonna call Marinette like Camembert or something oh, like God. that. Because okay, okay, okay. This would be really. He funny. spends too much time with Plog, so like they don't have them yet, and then Plog <gasps> keeps trying to give <laughs> Adrian ideas, and it's just cheese. He like, called. I would love. Yeah, he calls her sugar. Yeah, I mean, we already have Bugaboo. That's true, and sugar uh, bear? stuff like that. Sugar oh, yeah, bear, it's good. Cat, cat, yeah, cat has pla- uh, pet names for Ladybug already. It is a good. Yeah. Um, and my kitty. I mean, the Ladybug has too. So, um, so that, yeah. This- oh, I'm still really mad. Like, I know it was like so typical of them, but like when he like he's a cat. And then he detransforms, and then Marinette's like literally like two seconds from bursting yeah, through the they roof. Just yes. miss each other. It classic. was like it was, so, it was so classic, and I like I was I had like a mini stroke about it. I was okay. like, that's <laughs> that's more in line. Yeah, uh, I think I think another good one is if once they the identity reveal happens and they call each other their uh, like ladybug and cat pet names as uh, Marinette yes. Adrian. I feel like they would have to do like an identity reveal for the entire world at that. Yeah, point. well, in, when because they're they when they're in private, like, they like, can't just be like walking down the street and no. like yeah, calling can. each it's other fine. bugaboo. They're, I mean, you're not wrong. They've fine. been transforming out in the, the most random places. They're <laughs> alone on the Eiffel Tower, and uh, Marinette calls Adrian <laughs> my kitty. You know? Oh my god! Uh, ever is when they were in detention and they just like kicked this thing off the wall. And they were like, "Yeah, I'm gonna transform here." Like you're, yes, I hate, y'all are so very secretive. Transforming, <laughs> so annoying. It was great. Oh my god! At least, at least Aya was there pretending to, like, at least she was there pretending to guard. I loved Aya. She's like, "Let's take this thing out." Like she was into it. Uh. Uh, other Adrianette moments in these episodes. At, in the beginning of Collusion, I loved them video chatting from the, sec- oh my God, the second they so wake cute. up. How and, extremely 15 of them. It's so good. And yeah. they, they brush their teeth together on video chat. Oh, so um, loved it. Reminded me of one of my favorite uh, animated scenes ever Star, um, Star and Marco uh, doing the lip sync <gasps> yes! toothbrush in the beginning of Just Friends. Oh my God, I'm, I'm a sucker for this stuff. And it's it's. I love Ladybug has its version and they're they're always talking and stuff. And then in um, Revolution, we mentioned that they're like almost kissing a bunch and Rose gets like really frustrated with them. <laughs> the fact that Rose gets mad is so funny. Perfect. 
Yeah. What what do they call it? They they call each other something too there. Um, They're being really annoying. I can't remember. <laughs> They're like, no, you are. No, you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I'm gonna kill both of you. I know. <laughs> any any anything else on Adrian App? Uh, they're adorable. Yeah. Um, I, we were cheated. Uh, so we got to see Marinette in her super cute dress, which I don't think was highlighted enough in the episode. And then on top of that, um, we didn't get to see Adrian dressed up. We were robbed. We got to see him dressed up. Well, no, I guess that was Felix dressed up. Just we today. were robbed. By the way, it was in the thing was inclusion. Not by the way, I apologize. Um, they 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 they, they go kiss several times. You're they call each other. You're perfect. You're perfect. You're in oh. so annoying. That's so, so irritating. You're I so want to cute, but them. it's so irritating too. <laughs> says Rose. I also enjoyed Rose's threat. So I thought her threat was she was going to make them kiss, like now kiss, but no, like force their heads. Do together. it or I'll yeah, kiss you know. both. Like no, I'll kiss you, and I'm like Rose. I don't think that's the threat that you think it is. Like <laughs> yeah, hilarious. <laughs> like all right, let's do this, Rose. <laughs> like no, like no upset about this. Like it's okay. Uh, Marinette's Marinette's dress. Did we love it? I yes, it. it's amazing. So cute. Um, her and her mascara made me sad. Yeah. What do we think? What do we it. think of the pink skulls on the dress? So it's adorable. You, I would never uh, peg Marinette as a skulls person. I know, but right? Yeah, she I really watched, wears them. You watched Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, she was. Yeah. <laughs> she was inspired. <laughs> Sarah reminded me that she was in the one episode. She was inspired by the flag on the ship. Um, which is where that that came oh. from. Oh, that makes sense. So we got the whole dress origin story earlier. We finally see it. Yeah, I didn't think skulls either, but I guess uh, Marinette's a secret uh, email girl. She's a little, she's a little punk rock. A little punk. I get it. Yeah, I get it from her, from her grandma too. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And from uh, Luca. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Look, that's the only time Luca's ever going to be mentioned in this podcast. Don't worry. I don't believe you, but okay. okay. I'm going to write this down. Yeah, I had my fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's talk about the uh, big presentation by Felix and Kagami with the Senna Monster. Really, They're so dramatic. The, uh, the, the backstory of the sisters, I guess. More and more, yeah. more like it. Delaney, how do you think this was presented? Like, did I like it? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think one uh, Ladybug always does like I think they do really neat things with how they like we've had stuff like this before. Um, I really I liked it like visually it was it was good. And then also like it kind of has that. um, It was very French and also, um, you know, you kind of had this like um, I mean, they're not really no masks, but like, you know, the kind of like this like uh, like Japanese theater kind of aspect to it, too. Yeah, Kabuki. Interesting. Yeah, it was very. Um, it was like it was like visually like stunning. I really enjoyed it a lot. It was also funny, like the little details, like on their clothes. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, the maternity the maternity costumes hilarious. Uh, generally, I I did I just really enjoyed it. I also like enjoy like the concept of Kagami and Felix like having to do this. Like they had to practice this. I will. I literally wrote that down. I was like, "Did they practice this? They How long did it take them to like, perfect it? <laughs> How so, long have they been planning this?" Like, exactly. Like it was. I really. I did enjoy it. I thought. Like I think it's really neat. It's also. It's also like as a concept, stupid. <laughs> like conceptually, this is so stupid. But like I enjoyed it a lot. It's so. In terms of what happens, we get the Cinemonster projector, and then Marinette watches 
the projector uh but uh, she like wakes up and the projector's gone and she's like in the room again so i think the projector like went into her mind and she watched it like in her head right okay see this this is what i was trying to figure out i was deeply because i was like because at first when so when he summons it i thought it was supposed to like record her I didn't realize until afterwards that 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 it was like playing it. Yeah, but I think it's like incepted it into her head, and she kind of watched it. That ma- that makes sense. That because that was the other. It's thing not. I'm thinking. not saying that definitively. It's it's pretty unclear what's that going makes, on. That yeah. makes that makes sense though, because I was really confused. Like when she woke up, like they just knock her out afterwards. Like what? Why is she unconscious? So that makes <laughs> sense if they did it that way. Yeah, so it's like, did they did they record it? Was the projector connected to their minds, and they were like projecting from their minds into her mind, and that was a yeah, visual like, representation that explain, of that. That would explain how they were. I say they were able to like quote quote unquote quickly change their masks, if that makes sense. Like because they had like what looked like the drawings to represent each person's face, and they just right like they had a lot like, of props and stuff. Yeah, yeah, this. Uh, there, I've, I did not know that Felix and Kagami are such theater kids. Right? I'm I'm not not, surprised. I mean, I don't know. They're both really dramatic. This is like their avant-garde play that they put on for... It's intense. (laughs) Like, I, I was like, you guys had to plan this out. You wrote a script. Like... Right? This is a lot of work. Like, there's, like, they're so dramatic. Like, this is... I love it. You guys get together and now your ultimate theater kid energy putting on this play for them. Okay, let's yes. be honest, though. They're like, you know, they're like super annoying. Like, I'm really about it. They, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they kissed twice and they got together like two days ago. I'm not upset. It works. I'm me. also not upset. Um, so let's go over the information we get that we can come back to them. Um, okay. Oh, boy. So do we need to recap everything? I mean, this would be the thing to go over in detail, right? Um, yeah. Once upon a time in a faraway kingdom, which is the UK, by the way, which is not that far, not that far. I did not. Okay, I didn't put it together that the uh, that uh, Emily's family is British before. I didn't either. That makes sense. sense. That's where Emily lives. But like, (laughs) I guess they're probably like dukes or something, and they have a castle because of that. Yeah, probably. I mean, are we taking it literal that it's un? Yeah, right. It's unclear if they're literally like princesses, and I mean, clearly they're not like literal princesses. The the thing, well, they could be though. We don't know. The the print. This is the royal family in the ladybug world. (laughs) This is the royal family. So my thing is, I mean, we had Prince Ali. I don't think they're actual print, like literal princes. But they could have been some form of nobility in in Britain. Yeah, like they could be. Like I mean, there's like so many of them. (laughs) Like. I that's, mean, that's, they that's could be. That's not how I interpreted it, though. You thought, that, you thought this a, was like a fantasy fantasy presentation. Yeah, they were just like, hey, we're going to tell you this story. Get yeah, it? I think, yeah, like, I think that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, they could stay. Yeah, it could be some status, but it's clearly not the status that is presented here. They're just yeah. extremely rich. That's really yeah, it. The king and the there, queen. There it is. The king and the queen. So Emily and Amelie's parents with uh, mm-hmm. double rings. Um, the... Graham, Dave, Vanelli, uh, twin rings that they don't say their last name in the episode. That is the whole backstory of the Graham, Dave, Vanelli sisters. Um, and they, 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 yeah, they have the rings and then they have two girl, two girls, the firstborn twin, twin girls, Emily, uh, who they give the rings to, who's, she's the curious princess who leaves the court is Emily Adrian's mom. Right. And mm-hmm. then the younger, by a few seconds, good princess Amelie, 
stays in the castle. And uh, Emily finds love with humble Taylor uh, Gabriel, which we also kind of saw the backstory to this last group of episodes. And uh, okay. we see kind of the explanation here. They, she gave, so she gave up her title, which I guess is like metaphorical, but could be literal to some extent. Um, yeah, to, I just took it as she was just like, "I'm abandoning you, family." Yeah, she gave up her wealth. I think they say to to live with yeah. the tailor, yeah. which we see them in the attic, and and uh, the mayor also gives us more details on this. Remember when yes. we were penniless, yeah. and you helped me with Andre. And I love how this all comes together in this group of episodes. Um, not to the extent where we answer our major questions, let's all go over, but, uh, we, we get the backstory of them up into a point and, uh, they, they get married with the separated rings. They each have one of the rings and that's their wedding rings. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, younger, younger Amelie, uh, marries heartless Lord of War, who we only heard mention of from Felix in like just recently his like terrible father. Uh, Both couples want children. Time passes. They can't. Emily uh, returns to the court with Gabriel for remedies to have children. Um, Okay, here's some key key points because we're missing some stuff here. So uh, here's the narration. Until one day, the curious princess learned that she was expecting. So no information on (laughs) Emily using the peacock miraculous to create a child. This is all we get until one day the curious princess learned that she was expecting. But keep in mind that this is from Felix's perspective here. Yes. I was just about to say that, that we're not going to get the whole story because we're only going to know what Felix has been told by his mom. mom. So ultimately, this is Felix's POV. I think that's kind of a key point. I agree. Um, We do get we do get basically the whole Emily and Gabriel story up until the, the Santa Monster creation, though. Um, like we, I think, I don't think we're going to get like a ton more up until now. I think we know the story. It's just, she, we didn't see she used the broken peacock miraculous and then fell sick. Okay. Anyway. But, okay. Keep, keep going. Okay. And then I'll, I'll interrupt again. Uh, the Lord of War talks to Gabriel. Gabriel says, maybe it's a miracle. I think this is another key line that hints, mm-hmm. potentially hints yep. at it. Maybe it's a miracle, says Gabriel. Um, Emily asked Gabriel if he can do something so the sister can have a child. After much studying, I've discovered a solution for you and your wife, but there will be a price to pay. So this could be a lie, right? After much studying, they already used the solution. Well, yeah. And they they warned him of the price to pay, which which means they using the broken peacock miraculous. Yeah. Uh, You give me your best night in exchange for lending the peacock amulet. So best night being uh, implied uh, the gorilla came from yes. Felix's dad. Yeah. So I guess that's the gorilla backstory of what we'll get. Um, and we got Natalie backstory before earlier this season. So it's all coming together. Um, the Lord of War makes a child and puts the amok in his ring. So I think this is another key thing. We have a definitive answer to where's Felix's amok stored. It is in, not in one of the Graham de Vanelli rings confirmed nope. by this backstory. It is in a separate ring. That's not confusing at all. Uh, presumably his dad's ring that he just had or something. Yes. Yeah, he got it after off his dad's dead body. Yeah, and then he got it. Yes. <laughs> That's totally a normal thing to say, Delaney. That's what he said in the episode. I mean, that's literally what happened. 
They gave birth to two little boys as similar as their mothers were, and we get the A and F on their bibs or whatever. Yep. We get the return of the creepy baby dolls from uh, previous yeah. internet moments. Uh, as similar, two little boys similar, same time, you know. Um, Lord of War fell ill as the price and hates the child. The miraculous child did not understand. Felix referring to himself as the miraculous yep. child. I think that's a funny way to talk about Santa Monsters, is Miraculous yeah, Children. I think, I agree. But I feel like it's extremely intentional. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I love all their intentionality with Miraculous, the use of monster before. I also yeah. enjoy Marinette's really useless interjections, like, <gasps> like when... And it's like, oh, it's Felix, because at the beginning she thought it was yeah. Adrian. Like, yeah. oh, then, I realize it's Felix now. And then she's like, when I lost the Miraculous, like, duh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we we'll talk about that part because. So I I mean I like that they have Marinette interject so we understand that she understands certain things. Yeah, yeah, at the very least, but not the key things. Um, so Marinette says, "Oh, it's Felix about the miraculous child, um, obligated to obey all his father's orders," and we get that in extensive detail. The ring breaks. We see the ring like splintering, and Felix collapses. As, like, an explanation for how the child realized his life was linked to that ring. So I guess... I think there's probably more to the story on how he figured it out, but that's maybe his first clue, I guess, that he was affected by the ring. Uh, His father died, and he recovered the ring and his freedom. So he's had his own ring the whole time. Yeah. Through all our our season four speculating, he's just always at it. Um, Which... I mean, then I I understand then where the, like, I feel like people will be like, well, then what was the point in him taking the other rings? But I think it was just because he was trying to protect his cousin. Yeah, I think so. And also as leverage, I think that these are two reasons we've seen. Yeah. We've, we've been, it's been spelled out. He's been trying to look out for Adrian. And this, I think, backstory spells out that he was looking for leverage to recover uh, yes. the peacock. Yeah. So I think those are two both good explanations. Um, is uh, The amulet gave him life so, and could also take it away. So he has to go to Gabriel um, and he steals the other miraculous so he can make an exchange for the peacock. And Marinette recognizes that as, oh, it's the season four finale. Okay. In that scene, yeah. he very clearly shows Gabriel to Marinette as he says, had to make the exchange. So she knows, right? Oh, I didn't even think of that. That she shows Gabriel as, as... So she, like, it's not spelled out in the story that he's exchanging with yeah. Monarch, but she but, was there when... when yeah. In, well, and the, and she the and other, we see her recognize this as the events of the season yes, four finale. We see her recognize this event that took place, but it is very important that... Felix did not put Monarch in his... He put his, uh, Gabriel. Did. He put Gabriel there. And well, he said, and the whole point had, is they're like, we need you to get it from the tailor. The tailor. Yes. Right. Oh, and, and, she, and, he, and he literally... Okay, I honestly, I didn't appreciate this aspect. Like, the fact that the call to action to her is get this from the tailor, who he, she should know from the backstory yes. is Gabriel... Get well, defeat the tailor, defeat she, Monarch. The tailor is Monarch. I guess they are telling her. They're telling her the identity of Monarch. I he, didn't even realize that because it I was didn't whenever either. they started talking about the tailor that she was just like, 
oh, I know what story we're talking about. Like, she recognized. So here are the the two things Marinette says after in terms of her recognition. She says, I'll help you as she looks out the window. And then to to Tiki, she says, uh, I don't think the what? uh, The fairy tale is over yet, right? Something like that. Yep. Because Tiki's like, that was a terrible story. (laughs) Okay, this is uh, April's best call. I mean, this should have been obvious. But uh, this is uh, implied... So in terms of what Marinette understands, okay, we'll come back to this. Let's finish the, the story. But um, Marinette, she, she's... You can't see my happy dance right now, but it's happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they take, uh, Felix and Kami take off the mask. But okay, I will say the only other thing in terms of like they show her Gabriel is it's in considering this is all like uh, art installation in potentially inside Marinette's mind. It's a little unclear exactly what she's seeing versus maybe what we're seeing. So I guess it's That's possible fair. they're giving her the story. We're seeing Gabriel, but maybe she's not seeing the exact same visuals. But the counterpoint is they tell her the tailor yeah. has the is the one you need to confront, right? Yeah. He, so that's not, not only, just in their mind. Yeah, because he not only like shows Gabriel, and I mean, I guess you could say like, oh, maybe that's not what she's seeing, but I'm gonna take it as th- she's seeing that, and he's constantly referred to Gabriel as the tailor, and then says. I made, like... Yeah, so, okay. We need your help to stop the tailor. So so they take off the masks. Then the Miraculous Boy met a girl like him, and they fell in love and wanted to be free. Uh, Fell in love since four episodes ago. Don't worry about that. (laughs) uh, They need Ladybug's Ladybug's help to stop the tailor and fix things. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, She wakes up, she sees the feather, and then she stares out the window and says, I'll help you. Yeah, Ooh, it's a great call she, that they say stop the tailor. Like Marinette doesn't just have knows. a call, so they they do they do tell her. Wow, they tell her that they tell her. I'm gonna be so mad if she doesn't know. I mean, look, if she doesn't know, here's a big caveat, April. No, there's no this, caveat. I have a, April, I have a big caveat for you. Marinette is really dumb. Stop it. It's a, it's a big caveat. It really is. It's very possible she just didn't <laughs> I need her to it. be smart, please. <laughs> she's, she's pretty stupid. She's pretty dumb. And then on top of that, it's like, obviously, Adrian's a scent monster, but that's not it. So here's the question. What does Marinette take away from this presentation? Felix is a scent monster. Number and one, maybe. Felix is a scent monster, right? That This is explicitly told to her. Oh, yeah. okay. And they also but, say Kagami is, but I don't know if she yeah. caught that. So well, here's so here's say, that right. So, so let's talk about that first. In terms of like we're right. waiting for the show to explicitly call everyone Santa Monsters, we said it was confirmed Felix, Kagami, Adrian, based on the earlier episodes, because it was all it wasn't stated literally, but they walked around it in an explicit way. So we said it was explicit. However, in this backstory, literally we see the process of Felix being a Santa Monster. That is spelled out for us. So this is 100% yes. stated yes. now. And Marinette has to recognize that. But yes. not only that, she ha- I, I need her so much to be smart. Because nope. now let's, he's, let's see. he's not only saying that he's a Santa Monster... He's saying Adrian is well. Let's too. let's start with Kagami. Let, this is step one. I think she understands okay. Felix. But does she understand Kagami is a set monster? He says. Then the no. miraculous boy met a girl like him. So this is heavily I, implying she's a set monster. I think she might have figured this out. And she un- sees that they're in love, and she sees that it's based on the connection that they're like. Okay. Each other. Yes. If she. Walks away from this and knows Felix is a Santa monster and 
thinks Kagame is, but doesn't think Adrian is, I'm going to murder her. Well, she's like, dead because that's a hundred percent. April, I think the, here's the ranking of information Marinette might glean from this. Number one, Felix is a Santa monster. I think that's the most likely thing for her to glean from this. Number two, Kagami is a Santa monster. I think she's most second likely to glean that information. Um, number three, now that we've talked about it, Gabriel is monarch. I think that's the yep. third most likely thing she yeah. might take away. For, yeah. And, what, and dead last, and I am very sure she doesn't <laughs> take this yeah. away, is Adrian as a Santa monster. She does not. That's not. Yep. She doesn't get that. <laughs> you are killing me. Yep. That's 100% what happened. Look, okay. If, if I'm going to be honest, if she at least gets three out of four, I will be okay. But she has to get that Gabriel is monarch. So, so you, you'll take 50, 50. it as long as she gets that she's Gabriel's monarch and Kagami's a son of monster. Look, asking Marinette to pat like get a C on uh, understanding. That's all I'm asking. Understanding this stuff is a tall a high expectation. <laughs> high expectation. <laughs> I just need her to. Everyone in the show is so stupid. The, the, the reason why okay. I th- the reason why I think it's least likely that she takes away that Adrian is a Santa monster is because Felix intentionally presents it in a misleading way to her. Um, that is true. He says he repeats the lie that uh, Gabriel told told tells the Lord of War right that it's like uh, after much studying I've discovered a, a solution and it's a miracle. He repeats the lies. Now Felix knows that these are lies, but he's just saying what he was told, and he. But- and he probably wants to present this to Marinette as Delaney stated because he thinks it's probably not his place to intervene about this with with Adrian. Um, yes. So, like, I mean, you could still know things without, like, and could could, could she say, could she read between the lines that hey, two twin babies who look exactly the same, born at the same look, time, one is a Santa monster. Oh, maybe the other is a Santa monster. Yeah, I think she if, could take that she, away. If she can't read between those lines, but understand that when Felix says, and then he met a girl who is just like her, and then is like, oh yeah, Kagame is a center monster too. If she if she can read between those lines, she should be able to read between the other lines. But more importantly, I need her to know that Gabriel is monarch. <laughs> I I, th- I think she'll know Gabriel's monarch. Honestly, I'm tempted to put that at number two ahead of Kagami, but I feel like she does also know Kagami. I I I, the... I, f- I feel like she should. Here's, I'm gonna here's the thing. I think that my re- thematic reading of the Cat Noir and Monarch fight this episode was. Ooh, the, I love that fight. <laughs> this was them facing off one last time before Monarch is unmasked. Yes. So, or Cat Noir is on. Also, they were literally like, "Well, if I was your kid." Yeah, well, yeah, right. Yeah. They were all. I mean, it's not. No. Yeah, I'm, I said it like I was making some smart point, but it's pretty. It, I do think that's like pretty. The show is is pretty heavy handedly saying that Monarch is about to be unmasked and probably die in in the finale. I, I like I, that's probably my most confident finale prediction in terms of huge things happening. Is we will the world will will learn, or at least Marinette and Adrian will learn that Monarch is Gabriel. That's going to be so rough on her, though, because does she tell Adrian? I mean, I guess she'll tell Cat Noir. I mean, I think that I think she probably doesn't tell him immediately waits for the moment that it happens in the fight. I guess that would be my guess. 
you know? I mean, it would... Like, wait wait until we Scooby-Doo take off his mask and not, uh, like... <laughs> Maybe. But I feel like that's important enough information that even though she learned it as Marinette, she's going to be Ladybug when she tells Cat Noir. So... Which yes. that yeah, I mean, I think she'll be Ladybug. It'll be in the heart of the action, I think. Probably. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. I think depends that's if we already... get an identity reveal. Well, that we'll speculate on that. <sighs> but this is an identity reveal. We'll get one identity reveal. It in the is. Finale. We got an identity reveal. Also, Kagami knows that Marinette is Ladybug. <laughs> and Kagami, yeah. Okay, we're going to talk about that next. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So as uh, as much as many takeaways as Marinette could have, as we talked about, I think there are backstory in terms of the audience. We missed, I think, missed out on the three most important things from this backstory about the uh, Emily and Gabriel backstory. Uh, Number one, Adrian is a Cenomonster. Not elaborated on except for implication in this story, right? Yeah. Yes. Number two, Gabriel and Tomoe's plans for Kagami and Adrian, right? And they're being made for each other. Didn't touch on that at all. No. Number three, Emily dying or going into <laughs> yeah. a coma. Not touched yeah. on. So these are the things I, the three things I most wanted to see from the backstory. And we just got a backstory that didn't feature any of them. Well, I think we kind of touched on it, though, because this is a backstory told from Felix and Asuma or whatever, his mom's point of view. So Amelie may not know, because the way that I interpret it was that in the same sense that his father died from using the miraculous, um, that did that's he like what just happened. die? Yeah, I, don't, I mean I don't potentially we, they don't because they don't really say, but it feels like it would have been within the same time frame as like Emily so that's, dying. That's my question. Like, is it like because now I'm because so I kind of had like a messed up little idea. Yes. So, like, obviously, the peacock, like, it was broken when, well, I don't know if it was broken when Emily used it. We would have loved, we would have loved to have learned that here. That would have been great. So, I don't know if it was broken when she used it or if it broke when she used it. And then, because, yes, because I am, because I'm like, so either it's, you know, the messed up magic with a broken miraculous that, you know, caused the illness or... As the child grows, the life force of the parent depletes. No, I love that. <laughs> so that's what I'm curious. Because, like, you know. That is a messed up little theory. Isn't it a little messed up? <laughs> Isn't I, it terrible? I love it. It's awful. So and so, so because that, that's the big thing I want to know about Felix's dad. Because, right, like, did, you know, did, we, we, as far as we know, Emily just recently went into the coma. Exactly. So I guess was, I think probably Felix's dad. It was Felix's a year dad. ago. Yeah, Felix's dad then, could have been recent too. Could have. And you know, so so yeah. let's say you know there. Are, okay, I'm gonna make a symptom monster. And we're making a child. And that, okay, another thing. This was confirmed. They were children, and they are growing up. That that's a big thing we learned. That yes. is true. We learned that they it's are not been, replacements for dead children like we potentially correct. originally no. thought. They were correct. original symptom. Now Felix is an original symptom monster. In theory, there could be more to the Adrian story. We didn't see. Correct. That. Well. Well, because hmm, I also wonder. My only other thing is Natalie. Granted, Natalie's used it a lot, and I would assume the others did not. Natalie use it looks much. very bad. 
Yeah, Natalie, Natalie, is not, Natalie is not looking well. I don't know. She's been using it for like the school year and like not even the whole time. Like she's dying. And I guess, I guess, you know, Emily eventually went into a coma after using it once, right? Yes. And also, yes. Emily's, uh, not Emily, Natalie was using it repaired. Yes. So it is a good point that maybe it's not as it's not fully about the brokenness of the peacock. Maybe it's like there's an is it a feature? Is it a feature of the peacock? It's like a feature that it's not intended for these these set monsters to be alive forever. And that yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I like I like that idea. I like the idea, but N- Natalie being dead just kind of I don't know that that doesn't play like play into it for me because. Um, this, because she's she's die she's a hardcore die <laughs> right like she's dying. But she did but I, she didn't create like a sente monster in the same way that yeah I right, guess like, it's because she's she's still using the broken one but it is a good point it's not the same as as the other ones yeah so now yeah. Like, this does this makes me wonder so like when Gabriel was like there's a price that it's the peacock like there's something about the peacock well I think that's that's what I took it as is that when he said that there's a price that you have to pay, like it's he knows that they used the broken miraculous and that eventually like Emily's time was going to come and Felix's dad's time was going to come. But then, but, then, but then there's the thing. Natalie's been using it not broken and she's dying. Yeah. yeah. Although, but you know, I, maybe repaired's bad too. Um, well, and I also wonder if it's because they only used it, like Emily and Felix's dad only used it once. Yeah, and Emily's and used so it And so yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's possible Emily used, used it a it whole lot. Um, but I, I like this. I like highlighting that the price is not necessarily like information that we fully, I guess, knew about because we know we yeah. think of the prices associated with the wish. Right. Um, but they say there's a price for using this. Is it because it's broken or is there something inherent to the peacock? Well, it's that, a great that makes me wonder, are there, you know, are there really prices to the other miraculous as well? Like, yeah. is there really like, a sacrifice when you use any of them? But didn't like Tiki and or Plog say that if you make a wish, like there's a price that has to be paid? Or I guess yes. they more so just implied that like the world would be rewritten. Well, they well the literal price. I mean, the thing is, the they're the literal powers of creation and destruction. So when you make the wish, the cataclysm destroys the universe and then recreates it. Yeah, that's what said. And then recreates yeah. it. That so, makes th- sense. So this is a different thing. By the way, just in case I forget it later, they haven't really mentioned the wish in a hot minute. Um, no, they haven't. I, I guess Gabriel has said he t- he says this is now I'm going to bring you back to life. Um, but I'm I don't know if the fact that they aren't talking about it is because they want it to be more of a big thing when it does come up or because he's not actually going to make the wish. He'll just come. No, close. I think it's related to, so here's the thing. So we, you know, we've been talking, we, we've, we've talked about the wish previously and Tomoe called him out several times. And now we're getting to the thing that involves Tomoe with the Alliance rings. So, you, okay, we'll talk about it, but you don't think this is the wish. This is the other thing. I see. I, 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 I assume that they're I, the yeah. same. I believe unless, unless they, in believe that like Tomoe and Gabriel found a way to like from essentially disintegrating all the other miraculouses, they found a way to build their own miraculouses. Well, I what I think they're gonna do something like horrible, like brainwash the whole planet or something. <laughs> yeah. 
and get right. It wouldn't be hard. It, right, and then get and like so because that's what I took away from like the end was okay. Our children are safe for our terrible thing we're going to do, so that we can get the miraculous and make the wish. Um. Yeah. So this could be a step to the wish. It could be okay. We'll come back to that. Is is what exactly yeah. is going to happen in the finale? What? Yeah, so, I have no idea. And then on top of that, we keep forgetting that um, Lila has the robot. Yeah, Lila has that'll come into play for sure. There's so much. Okay. Happening. Okay. We'll come back to this. Oh, the, yeah. the, the the three things we're missing. So April brings up that uh, in the in the backstory. April brings up that this is Felix's POV. Are we satisfied with that? Here's my thing. I love that we get Felix's kind of POV backstory here. I love how it's presented. I just don't think that if we don't get the game side of the backstory in season five that that will be satisfying as a conclusion to this kind of arc he has a villain while i'm dying monologue like that's gonna happen yeah like he's gonna that is fully what i'm expecting i think he's dying everything's gonna be revealed like i think either he is unmasked or adrian is unmasked and he's gonna have to tell adrian everything and then he dies you guys are kind of convincing me because I my thing after I yeah. saw this, I'm like, okay, this is the backstory episode. Um, look, honestly, we're coming off of Owl House and Owl House gives us part of the story in a, a season three, episode one in a similar weird way of presenting the backstory. Yeah. Um, also great. And then we don't get the rest, right? So that's kind of what I'm thinking here is because I've been burned so many times. I'm like, I, I think that vision is give us some leave us in suspense for uh, seasons going forward. That's kind of what I was thinking after this. So Delaney of five years ago (laughs) would like be hitting me being like, what are you talking about? That's ridiculous. Here's the thing. Ladybug. I'm fully confident now that we are going to get all of our answers. Now, whether it's going to be now or six years from now is a completely different situation, but they have been seeding all of these things. Yeah. We've gone from, Unserialized to Alia knows to now Kagami and Felix know. Look, 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 the identity (laughs) reveals and the Gabe backstory, they're coming at least eventually. It just the question is, is it coming the next two weeks for us? And that's that's the thing because I think because of this backstory and and because he is literally dying, it has to be now. That is true that he is, he, I, I do think he yeah. will die. So that is, that's a good point. Like, doesn't he have to say, tell us now? I was going to say, it's going to depend on how quickly his health or, declines. Okay, so or he dies, everyone's sad. And then mm-hmm. before Natalie dies, Natalie reveals it all. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, Natalie, yeah. Or Natalie leaves a video. I'm crying. <gasps> she leaves a video Oh, Emily style. Oh my gosh. Oh no, I'm going to cry. That's like the, that's the, the post credits of part two of the finale. Stop it! It's so what's gonna happen? Oh that's my god! Good. Because she's she is so much closer to death than Gabriel is. Oh my god! They, orig- they originally said Gabriel die first, then her, but it could. It, yeah. Okay. The way she, he goes in there and starts yelling at her, and I'm like looking at her face. I'm like, can you go away? Leave right? her alone. Go, leave her alone. She needs to sleep. Do you? And see then he's her like, hair? I'm gonna take my ring. Like you're such a butt. Like go away. Oh, I hate him. Oh no! So that's such a sad uh, turn of events for April. Um, yeah. So I, yeah. In conclusion, like if we don't get the Gabe's side in the finale, then I still love this episode. I still love how it was presented. I still love getting the Felix side. I just am not satisfied with this as the end of the arc one of Ladybug backstory. If we that's do true. get the Gabe side in the finale, wonderful. Love how it's presented here, and then leave it the rest for the finale. I think that's really cool. I think. Like, I think I really, I, so I kind of like how annoying it is how they did it, 
because they couldn't have just told Marinette Adrian to send a monster. Like, they no. can't do that. I mean, Felix could have at any time this season. He could have. He could have. Yeah. But what's what I like? So first... I mean, this is a big deal. Let's so you know we've sat with the idea that Adrian's a synth monster for a long time. This is kind of a this is so like first we have to accept that there are people Marinette knows who are synth monsters, and then we can introduce which Adrian doesn't know, and I think that's another big deal. And I think that's I I'm gonna give respect to Felix here, and I think this is the big thing. Felix is not gonna tell Marinette when Adrian doesn't even know that he's a synth monster. But he kind of already. Did tell her, Implied but no, he but he did, but he clearly he clearly, he clearly held uh, back. He didn't say he didn't say the words. Adrian is a scent monster. Yeah, like so. Yeah, maybe Felix wants Adrian to know first. I agree. I think that this. I think it makes sense why he doesn't tell Marinette. Let's just see how it plays out. But it doesn't film. seem like he has any plans to tell Adrian. It did like, seem like is this he... is the end of their plans. Like let's tell Marinette and she can handle and it. Recruit Ladybug. And well, then I do think part of it is. I think Felix wants Adrian to stand up to his father and wants like him to make Gabriel tell him. Oh, that could be the plan. Yeah. Also, I think ultimately that has to happen for Adrian's like growth as a character. So, like, and we kind of get this. So like, this is so funny by the way. So when they fight <laughs> off transformation and then Hawk Moth's like, Nuru, what? This is a special power. Only adults get. Why are they doing this? Cause he's a baby. And he's like, I guess they grew up, which is like the best line ever. Nuru is loved like, it. So like, you know, so Cat Noir and Ladybug grew up. Well, now Marinette and Adrian have to grow up. And so Ooh, I like that. this is going to be the big oh. thing. Adrian's going to have to stand up. And this is going to be a thing too for like Marinette has to stand up to Gabriel. Like again, which sucks. But, but Adrian's going to have to stand up to Gabriel and then you know and kind of like he's gonna have to wrestle that control and also my thing is like I don't again don't know what his plan is he's dead like he is dying yeah I don't know I mean if the wish is like his last ditch effort because once he's dead Adrian's in control yeah I guess so I mean his his plan has always been the wish to bring Emily back and then he says that again in these episodes I think that's still the plan does that involve him living I don't know I don't know if he even cares honestly yeah yeah which is sad well, but he always he always says things like "we'll be reunited." Like even recently, he that's has true. Said, he like, said we'll, we'll be, be together yeah. again. Yeah. Are so, we going to be together because we're both alive, or because I'm dying? Who knows? Yeah, say because now that could mean both ways. Because we could we'll be together again, together again soon. Could mean he plans on meeting her in, in the afterlife. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's it's not, he's we're not both in the dead wife well. garden. Yeah, he's gonna Tw- like. Okay, oh, guys, twin dead wife garden coffins. Guys, Aww. guys, I'm writing. I'm writing fan fiction. He's gonna die and just be slumped over her casket. Just oh like, my god, that'd be so dramatic. Oh, I love it. By the way, I, st- I still definitely think I think he will die in like in terms of his body, and he will be a uh, some sort of AI or something like the hologram. We we do six. have Hollow Dad. I, I I really think we're it's all been building to Hollow Dad. It really checks out. Like uh, it's what we've been working to this entire. Oh my time. gosh. Uh, Gabriel dies, and then Adrian finally gets an alliance ring, and it's his father. <gasps> no, terrible. This, yeah, but this isn't. This is actually me. This isn't just an AI. I'm in your alliance ring now. Yeah, yeah no, it's but, literally me. Yeah, and and like, Gabriel's like, this him. is my worst nightmare. The two, not, he uploaded. It was. It wasn't. Uh, the, it wasn't whatever was in this episode. It's this. This new it's reality. This. <laughs> I love it. Uh, oh, okay, wait. Hold on. Stop it.
You said once. It's a text from Luca. I didn't know he was going to text. I didn't know he was going to text. I just got a text from Luca. said once. I I can't predict when my best friend Luca texts me. April, can you mark the time for me about when earlier when Dylan was like, I'm only going to mention Luca once? I wrote it down. It's almost like I was lying. Um, Okay, so let's... So shocked. It's wow. Foreshadowing. It's called okay. Let, let, let's read this text from Luca. How about foreshadowing? That? I hate you. Foreshadowing. Uh dear dear wait. Uh hey dear 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 my best friend Dylan. <laughs> this is so <laughs> terrible. Wow. Uh hello. Guess guess where I am. Delaney, guess. He says he, in the he's text. In England. In England? Oh, that would have been a good idea. Uh, actually, <laughs> <laughs> actually, I'm I'm in Antarctica. No, he's not where not. I thought he was going to be. We're in Antarctica, seeing all the sights. Uh, what f- sights are there in Antarctica? <laughs> We're seeing the world that includes Penguins. Antarctica. Penguins in Antarctica. In, unfortunately, Jagged immediately got frozen when we stepped off the boat. Uh, Penny and I are currently trying to pick him out of his uh frozen ice cube now uh fat fang ate a penguin i believe it it's an important psa to all of you listening there are no penguins in antarctica they live in the arctic and lucas says parentheses actually there was one penguin here wouldn't you know um i'm gonna hang up (laughs) but the real reason i'm texting you dylan and hello my other best friends delaney and april is because I was watching the latest episode and uh, somehow, and uh, I was thinking. Okay, I was like, wait a minute. Now I'm like, I'm completely like, my suspension of disbelief is gone. Like, I was, you know, yeah. I don't really get uh, angry, but uh, I was a little dismayed that why does Kagami and Felix get to know Marinette's identity, but I had to be written out of Paris for knowing? I, that's kind of just what I was wondering. I really feel like it should have been me. You know what? He deserves. He can be mad. I accept this. It, sh- it should have been me. Not only gets to stay and know Marinette's ladybug, uh, but also sh- I should have been the one to tell Marinette about this backstory for the aggressed family. How did he know? You didn't know this, Luca. No, boo. I think yeah. it should have gone like this. So no. Here, no, you wrote a song. Here's you? my rock opera. That explains the backstory to Marinette. That's how I think this should have gone. I'm done. How did you have the energy to do all of this, Dylan? He's, like, he's honestly. A, okay, so Lucas sent... It's a, it's a miracle. Lucas sent a, <laughs> a, a uh, audio file, so I'm going to play that right now, okay? Here's uh, a... Okay. So this is Lucas' rock opera for how it should have gone for him telling Marinette. Okay. In the heart of Paris, a tale unfolds. <laughs> story of secrets, dudes, of destinies untold, a shadowed mansion of father and son, their hidden pass, a battle begun, massive elegance, grace, and prestige, but behind closed doors a truth besieged, a lineage of heroes, a curse they share, a legacy of pain across to bear. Oh, Ladybug, <coughs> let me take you back in time to unravel the mystery, to uncover the rhyme. A boy named Adrian, so lost and alone, a scent a monster's heart, a soul overthrown. Okay, that's we'll, we'll stop it there. Um, that was there uh, four. 
listen to listen wait till the end of the podcast if you want to hear full Lucas full uh, rock opera. I had to cut it off there. Uh that okay, so that's the text from Luca. That was what should have happened this episode. Luca's rock opera instead of Felix Singami's avant-garde uh play explaining uh, this backstory. What'd you guys think? I mean I won't lie, like it was it was pretty dope. Oh. Yeah. That's better Hardcore. than I expected. <laughs> I mean, I hate your guts, but like this is is pretty dope. So that, uh, and uh, of course, that was written by ChatGPT. So there's the rock opera. Oh, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I was, was going to ask. I was. I thought Sarah wrote it. Uh, if you listen to the full thing, it doesn't really make sense. But uh, the chat, it, it, it knew some of the keywords involved with this uh, situation. Uh, I know. Did you, like feed ChatGPT like all of the information about Ladybug. Like, did you just like write the whole plot of the show? No, I didn't have to spell it out. <laughs> I, it, well, it knows. Good. It knows. I don't think it would have known this episode if I told it uh, to give this version of this episode. Um, yeah. So that, seriously, though, I'm peeved as uh, Lucas Stan that Luke has to be. Thomas is like Dylan. You know, you you know it had to happen. Luca had to be written off because he knows. And two other people know in this episode. What are you talking about? Luke. Luke has to be written off because Luca has known for way too long. Who, unless unless we get definitely the identity reveals in the finale. To be fair, the main issue is that Hawkmoth knew that Luca knew. So what? The, yes. Hawkmoth's gonna... Wait, wait, wait. Next time Kagami wait, wait. gets akumatized, this is an issue. Here, here's my question. She's been akumatized since that happened. Yeah, I, so she... So let's talk about that next. Uh, this is our next topic. Is uh, okay, Kagami okay. has known since the episode uh, Perfection, I believe, which is the I Love Moo episode. Um, I love Moo. We love it. Um, so, and she does get it. I feel really validated because, like, I remember watching the episode and being like, Kagami totally hurt you. Yeah, no, I I probably, I probably shut it down. So I was, I think I was probably wrong about that. Um, okay, but to be fair, the show, like, I mean, the dumbest stuff happens in the show. It's kind of shocking. Yeah. uh, uh, So it's also annoying that they were like, no, she totally heard, which is like super irritating, but like completely fair so she she gets akumatized that episode after <laughs> i think after yep, hearing right this. Yep. so and that's extra irritating that luca you know that 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 logic has to go it's completely arbitrary Maybe. justin mate you hate luca writers and thomas yep, um they hate you specifically and me Maybe maybe it took her until now so they, they, they say out. they try Maybe. they try to explain it she says i couldn't believe it at first either <laughs> Okay. So that's them trying to cover that's their fair. tracks. And uh, also, in her defense, she was processing a lot during that episode. She was processing. That's a lot. also true. But she says it's the only possible explanation. Um, and they say only Ladybug can help them love each other freely. So what do we think of Kagami knowing? I I buy that she heard this in overtime. Kind of like came to it makes sense to me. To some it does extent. make sense. Yeah, like it does. Also, especially just like who Kagami is as a person. And it makes sense that Kagami's smart and she would understand after hearing her uh, Alia and Marinette talk. Character? Yes. Yep. Her and Alia, it's just them. And Luca. Yeah. Well, Luca didn't figure it out. He, like, watched it happen. It was spelled out for him more. That's true. Yeah. Um, it wasn't spelled out for him. He watched and he was like, oh. Oh, he watched his, the, the reveals. Yeah, several times. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was like, oh. God. Still smart, though. Um, but uh, <laughs> what do we think of this? The, this concept of Kami knows tells Felix. This was, our, and also, were you surprised? I was just like, I mean, I don't know if I was surprised. 
it was I think it was satisfying in the way that like they're so stupid, like the way Marinette has been and like it, you know, like them just like the way they like transform in the middle of like wherever. Like it was satisfying in that like Satisfying so that more people should know, that's for sure, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And like like the all of Paris should know because it's stupid. And then and then I'm I guess part of me is shocked she told Felix, but it makes sense. I will say that's kind of scary that Felix knows, but also we know he's just a baby, so it's fine. Like, he's just a sweet angel. Maybe in a good way, unlike yes. Gabriel's a baby in a bad way. A different kind. You're right, you're right. <laughs> unlike the creepy baby dolls in the... He, so he, I still am not over. He went worse than akumatizing a baby. He akumatized an unborn baby. Akumatized the pregnant lady. I think that's not as bad as the actual baby. You say that. Also, he's a to be. I mean, he has. He's akumatized the same baby many times, like multiple. Yes. And he's akumatized an AI twice. Um, okay. The uh, as, so Kami knows tells Felix, and they think only Ladybug can help him. And also, they're in love now, as stated very soon after. So love it works for me. Mm-hmm. We we got the previous episode where we were all shipping it. They're ju- they're just like having dates in the background. Works for me. I'm not bothered. So this episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, Felix, as Argos, comes to the what, the hotel in England, I guess, and draws a heart to Kagami. It's really cute that she just, like, jumps in his arms. Like, they're cute. And they car- get carried yeah. away. Um, on the, They kiss on the Eiffel Tower after talking about how they know Marinette's Ladybug. They're adorable. And then they kiss again. So adorable. At the end, uh, once Felix returns Kagami to London. Like with the gorgeous sunset, absolutely. I am still, shot. I'm still a little terrified they're going to kill Felix and Kagami. No, oh. I mean Felix, you know, Santa monster could die at any time. Well, so could Kagami. Oh, also Kagami. Yeah, you're like your logic is terrible. <laughs> oh, also her. See, <laughs> I'm Marinette. Logic. I didn't take that away from the presentation. <laughs> I, didn't, I have no idea. <laughs> I want to say thank you, April, because I didn't. I was not like it did not click to me that they told her who Mark was. No, it was like, a I, great call. Like, uh, April, what? what oh, did I you, saw it. What did also you, he acclimatized himself again? He's so annoying. He, he is himself. so annoying. What do you think? <laughs> like, what do you think of Felix and Gami this episode, April? Um, I loved them. They're so That's- cute. They're, they they are dates with Marinette and Adrian, so cute. The the thing that I love about Kagame and Felix is that because let's be real, Felix and Adrian are essentially the same person at this point. And but Felix is a butthead. Felix is a butthead at times, but now he's been redeemed slightly. But I feel like because he is smart and Kagame is smart then they, they deserve each other yeah like they they me- like mesh very well so being intelligent is in short supply on the show you're not wrong and <laughs> i love like i love them i don't know just also like, it's just, just something so satisfying about the two socially awkward people getting together it's nice yeah 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 i mean out there they could be like uh, they just they just make sense they like yes. they, maybe they're both like autistic or autistic coded, right? And like yes. a great couple, like mm-hmm. that, yeah. Um, I don't know so much if Felix is like uh, uh, Kagami, definitely, right? We haven't seen that oh, Kagami, absolutely. Oh, yeah, Felix yes. at the very least socially awkward. I don't know if we've seen enough of him. The more really... about Felix is kind of like we've had the same problem with Adrian, it's just that they're extremely sheltered, yeah, yeah, which is different, yeah, it, yeah, different, yeah, could, could, could overlap like... or could be just it, right? Um, so we don't know. Um, the uh. I look. I, they're they're so cute. This episode, Kagami and Felix. I love it. The only thing 
is what happened to the thruple. We can uh, still have it. We can, like, uh, well, I don't want to say that it's like it can kind of be a quadruple. Not really, but like. What if, <laughs> what if, what if it's Felix X Marinette X uh, Adrian X Kagami? But not, but not, but Inclu- not. Including uh, Twincest with two no, sons. No, they're cousins. Oh, they're not real. They're still, okay, but they're like. They don't count as cousins. I, I, they're magic cousins. Magic, magic, yeah, magic bros. They're magic cousins. Yeah, no, that's so that's actually, the problem. It makes the thruple okay, awkward. Know, here's the problem, though. You're actually right, though, because technically, yeah. they are. If they were real, because they're not, because they're cinder monsters, they would be genetically brothers. Yeah, because their their moms are twins. Oh, is that oh. how? Uh, is that how that works? Uh, yeah, I think that's how that works. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. Um. Yeah, so rip, rip the throat. Or like they're like, or maybe it's like they're like genetically half brothers. It's weird anyway. Twins are weird. Rip the throuple, but if Marin and Adrian are gonna be annoying and be uh, monogamous, then Kagami deserves Felix. So I agree. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That's that's the answer. They can go on little dates. It's cute. They can go on double dates and yes, and then Rose and Julika and Mark and Nathaniel and uh oh my god miss, i miss... we walked we like quote unquote walked in on them at oh, like yeah. that's right mark, mark and nathaniel about to kiss probably holding hands yes. and they're oh, like are so you crying cute. and it's like no i'm not crying and, and Ro- oh, never rose and julica a big moment of julica trying to protect rose yeah so, so cute. always also i completely missed the part where they like gave her a stump like that i completely missed that part and then she like had it and i was like what oh yeah I don't even remember. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember what about it. It was nonsense. A lot happening. Any other Felix and Kagami thoughts? Oh, they're just cute. I love them. Does the fact yeah. that they know mean that the identity reveal is coming? Surely. Yeah. That's two more people that know. Are we going to write There's them off the show of- next? We're- no. Because they're they're so involved in this, like Center Monster stuff. I think they are I think monsters. I think we have the Kagami Felix plotline as like a parallel for Adrian and Marinette, and they're presented as parallel in the episode, like this whole like couple issue. They're kind of, they're not. I think it's more parallel than foil, but they're gonna um, yeah. So Marinette doing this for them is really gonna. That's it's kind of gonna be like the uh, catalyst for. Finding out Adrian's a synth monster and the identity real reveal. Okay. Also, like Adrian was literally going to reveal to Mary. He was about to, yes. Yeah. He was about to and then uh Ooh, I got so hyped for that. I was on the Oh, I was mad when he was like, Oh no, the nightmare. Like, get over it, you baby. <laughs> oh yeah. We that's another thing that is problematic because she never did a miraculous lady <laughs> Yeah, at, well, the, she end, did at the end she does, yeah. Um but yeah, no, I mean she leaves Rose and Julica with their nightmares overnight. Yeah. That sucks. Also, okay, just a question. I mean, she didn't know. Um, she didn't know. Do you, or, no, wait, did she do a miraculous... She didn't do a lucky charm. Yeah, well... Oh, you're right. She just she just got yeah. rid of the Akuma. She just got rid of the Akuma. So oh, she she, she de-evilizes, but she didn't miraculous ladybug. She didn't lucky charm and nothing. Yeah, she didn't lucky charm, so she can't miraculous ladybug. Yeah. She does. She does. De- of- she did de-evilize, but I don't... Yeah, she didn't miraculous ladybug. Yeah, she did a miraculous ladybug the f- and throw the lucky someone, charm in Someone the clip air. these 30 seconds and send it to someone who doesn't know about miraculous ladybug. Um, the mechanics yes. to show are the stupidest thing. <laughs> I guess, so, so I guess de-evilizing the Akuma, I guess, gets rid of the effects but of the uh, villain, but the miraculous ladybug turns yes. like the destruction back. So I guess that didn't yes. matter, though. 
Yeah, it's like when they weren't there, remember? Yeah. Like I didn't so, know I didn't know that distinction quite as much. They had to like so, rebuild Paris the one time. They so Adrian's that. still going to be having some uh nightmares. No, I mean in, in theory if if the de- if devilizing the Akuma gets rid of the villain's powers. But yeah, I which, don't know. Which she, but, had, which she hadn't done yet, so that's fair. She she did devilize, but she didn't um I think, right? She did devilize, but yeah. she had like so when Adrian had happened, Adrian and so yeah, she had the she had the thing, and then she goes back to the trapped Akuma, and then devilizes yeah. after Adrian. Yes, but but we've had multiple episodes before where, like, like she mm-hmm. hadn't yet like thrown the like the lucky charm, and the effects from like she devilized the Akuma. I, I think the, like, I think the issue is that the devilize is always immediately followed by the miraculous ladybug. Yeah. So we don't really. Yes. I don't know if we know the difference. Well, it happens and, before and then, the miraculous well, ladybug. No, this is a yeah. good question because we also we kind of hinted at this before when she miraculous ladybug too soon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. P- this is the type of thing where people will be like, actually, in this episode, and I don't remember. I'm sorry, I don't remember. Okay. So that I don't have the answers to this. No, I think you're right though, but she didn't miraculous ladybug, so I don't know. So the, the ladybug Wikia knows this nightmares. type of thing, but we can't look at it because spoilers. Um. Right. So I don't. I don't. So if April, if what I'm saying is true, that the then there won't be nightmares because the devilizing would take away the villain effects, just not the damage to the city. But I don't know if that's true. It could be. I have no idea. Because the miraculous ladybug doesn't just. Ooh, this is a good question, actually. Okay, so, so I'm just gonna go with like you know normally when there's like a villain and like people disappear, like you know for example the when they all got turned into balloons, which made no sense by the way. <laughs> um, Loved it. So now I'm thinking. So maybe they can tell us in the comments. So when they do, so they're balloons. So then when you de-evilize that, when you de-evilize the villain goes back to normal. Does the that villain goes back to normal? Yeah, and, that, and sometimes in like the when the villain goes then loses their powers, the effects of the villain loses their powers. Yeah, so that's, that's like a thing. common villain, trope. So here's the thing. So if the villain is fine, like once the villain's back to normal, is that is so do the balloon people go back to being people, or is it after the miraculous ladybug? That will answer our question. Okay. I have no idea. I think it's after the miraculous ladybug. I have no idea. This I, is the type of thing this is just gonna frustrate people <laughs> listening. But yep. so I'm sorry, but uh we'll we'll figure it out. Okay. Uh, let's, let's talk about Chloe. Are you ready? Yes. So Chloe, Chloe becomes the mayor of Paris. Uh, makes no sense. I love it. Um, What is this? Is this like the sixth Republic? Hilarious. Outlaws superheroes. And then in the next episode, Gabe and Tomoe, they, they secretly plan to akumatize her and she detentions everyone into the stadium. And, um, yeah, what I said, I wasn't the biggest fan of this arc, but Delaney, what did you think of the whole Chloe as mayor? This is absurd. Like, it's so ridiculous. Um, I enjoy it in that, like, it's so stupid. I also enjoy the commentary of, yeah, an adult should step in. Nope, that's not what happens. Nope. And I'm like, is this a commentary on Trump being elected? I hope so. <laughs> um, also, like, Chloe, like, I'm sorry. The thing that makes the episode so good is that Chloe can't say democracy. I think that's really what sells her being mayor. It's, it's good. And one of the interviewees comments on it, right? And uh, yes, it's so ladybugs like and it's pronounced democracy. It's so fu- also the fact that Lila keeps trying. It's so funny. Like and she yes. just and every time she says she says it wrong a different way. It's so good. Um, also, like, what, OK, so obviously it's terrible that Chloe is like putting like, honestly, Chloe could have done more damage. Like, I'm a little I'm a little proud of her. 
Um, I also enjoyed the plot line where, like, like they seeded it. Granted, it got paid off, like, immediately. But they're like, why isn't Alia answering her phone? And it's because she's just going around and, like, sending people to jail, like, for no reason. Also, that's apparently a power. What what use is this? Like, What, what, what power? power? The power of detention. That's actually a quantum No, power. it's like, not a power. No, no, no. It's just what she called it, I think, right? Oh, no, it, no, specifically, what? he gives her the power of detention. Oh, my God. Okay, this, I don't listen yeah, to any... T- when, he, when he says those things, I tune out. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, and I take you to give like the power. Five. I'm like, I'm stop listening. To be fair, he gave her like five, so I don't blame you. Oh, um, so he gave her the detention bar, and also she called it detention as, like, kind of a hokey thing. But then which yeah. one is the detention one? That's what I don't know. I don't I don't know. This the, You say it very confidently. This could be completely wrong, Delaney. But... I'm not wrong. He does say, I'm giving you the power of detention. So it is a quality power. He, it's not just, like, See, it, some the, stupid The power. problem with staying unspoiled is I can't check. I can't fact check this. There's no way unspoiled to fact check this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, look, I believe you. Uh, and, and if, if there's any, if there's any inaccuracies, then we'll figure it out. We'll but like, I'm, out. to me, it's just a wild, like, why is this the Kwame power? Like, I, I, the, my thing was she, pol- the robot pollens them. So they like, get and they're invulnerable and invisible, but then they get unpollened immediately. I guess well, because, because he pollens someone be. else, the last person gets unfrozen, but that was weird. Yes. To me. I, yeah. That's the, they can only no, use. Cause that's, a, that's a thing. Cause I yeah. remember that from previous episodes so when, when late when Marin, only... when marinette gets pollen i'm like oh wow it's game over no she's just she's unfrozen immediately it's fine yes yeah. as soon as she pollens someone else yes april what did you also think the of... point is also it's just the point is just to send them to detention which is kind of silly which is funny yeah yes what did you think of april um chloe as mayor um i thought it was ridiculous utterly ridiculous yes. but like it's just so goofy because why would they just allow some teenagers? They're just letting this middle schooler be married. Yeah, they're literally like, well, I guess this is happening. Like, no, that's not how this works. Look, I... I, I'm like, is there there no one else in Paris? Like, is there literally no... Can't do anything? Here's here's my thing. uh, Complaint. Uh, Okay. In a show filled with space dumpsters... um, (laughs) The, whatever tower they made in the Space Dumpster sequel, uh, Heroes, um, AI. Literal magic. Literal magic. This is the first thing I think that's ever truly broken the, lo- the yes, logic same. of Ladybug. Yes, that's, I also agree. This is how this is how I feel. Somehow this is genuinely the most stupid thing that's ever happened in Ladybug. But not like in like a fun way. I mean, if you think it's fun, that's great. But like... I think this, like, I think they actually broke the logic of their own show here, um, unfortunately. I was, and there was just nothing fun about it. Like, I was not having a good time. I mean, I think it's, like, fun. Like, Delaney, I thought that the second revolution, it felt like a very mini, like, master episode of Doctor Who, when, like, the master yeah. takes over the world and they're all have to, like, try Aww. to rebel against it. Um, yes. But it was, like, in, like, five minutes that they went through the whole thing. Um, so I think that's kind of fun, and it's large in scale. Um, it's like Ladybug's a show where the mayor is the only politician they have. So therefore the mayor has the political authority to launch space dumpsters, which it does break the logic of our world, but I think is consistent with the Ladybug world because the mayor is the only politician we know of. Yes. Um, yes. And, but so in theory, like Chloe becomes mayor, like that's something that's literally impossible in our world. 
Um, I guess. Also, I don't think mayors can fire teachers. I don't think that's true. It, right. No, it, they can. No. But in the Ladybug world, <laughs> the mayor has always called up uh, Principal Damocles. So, again, it's, it's something that in the Ladybug logic, I think. Yeah, I do out. think. I do think yeah. Chloe being mayor is like, it's it. Chloe this being is, mayor, it's like, I guess, in theory, they, they didn't state that, okay, in the Ladybug world, something. But, like, what would be different that would make this plausible that, like, a 14-year-old girl could actually be a temporary mayor? Like, it, it's just so unfathomable in our world and the show didn't do anything to convince you that it's something that could plausibly happen in their world it didn't build yeah. up to it it did like it, no. it 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 makes me think of like like she just comes in and sits down and she's like i'm married and everyone's yeah. like what it makes me think of how um in the show like parks and recreation how the one character became mayor at like 18 and i'm like who does oh, that yeah yeah like, that's not a real thing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, I think that's based on, like, some things you hear about, like, very small towns. And it's like, okay, if Chloe, like, ran for mayor and, like, was 18 and, you know, but, like, she's yeah. a minor and, and like just a took small a, town. and, like, wasn't elected and it's Paris. Like, 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 in real, like, for real, in real life, there are cats who are mayors and that's fine. But I'm this okay is like that. Paris, and it's yeah, and this is yeah. Paris. And there's and no like, election. It doesn't make any sense. And even and, and the thing is, like, they also continue to break their logic because they keep interviewing people, and people are like a teenager, and it's like, why don't you go in there and do something? Right. About so this? I, yeah, like, you're you're allowing this to happen. Uh, the, the, I, I think the biggest thing that like precipitates this and makes it somewhat acceptable is just the fact that Ladybug is such a ridiculous show. Like, I think that's the main thing that like makes I this mean, possible. Part of it, to be fair. Base so like okay if we're gonna look at this like let's look at this with ladybug logic so the mayor resigns yep and he just leaves and then immediately chloe comes in with a camera crew and so then she just kind of like so okay if we and look with, at them with the like, police robots too with yeah. the police robots and so if we just go with like chloe is just occupying city hall and she has the power of like tomoe and gabriel i mean it kind of makes sense like, she has obviously forced everyone into this, so that kind of makes so, sense, So, I guess. I, here's my potential analysis, if this is what they're going for, that this episode is a January 6th commentary. Um, and, oh, my uh, God. Ooh, I like it. Continue. What the, yeah, I'm here for this. Hold on. This is, this is, the point isn't that Chloe could plausibly be a temporary mayor. It, the fact, the pl- this is like a takeover, Chloe a hostile takeover with the police that. robots. Yes, and so, the, and, and the whole theme of the revolution is um, people have to actually take action, which I actually really liked that theme throughout that episode. Of like, yes. um, we actually have to do something ourselves. We can't, I can't wait on people. And it's like in the case of like a Trump who succeeded in like a January 6th, you know, people would have to take action. So um, you, maybe that's what they had in mind when they wrote this episode. I don't know if the timeline works. Uh, maybe. But uh, mm. it, that- it is real. I do say, I will say it's a real shame that this didn't actually air on Bastille Day. That would have been great. Yeah, they also the, the yeah. yeah they also there's also like French Revolution commentary in the previous episode, um, so that's a factor too. But I think it probably works best when you view it as like a hostile takeover that is like treated that people are just not panicking about because the commentary is like, okay, these terrible things, these fascists are taking over in our world, not just in the U.S. previously, but in many countries in Europe, they're like very far right regimes, and um, it's just like seen as a legitimate thing. Despite yeah. like election yeah. manipulation and stuff, so I and then I th- also also with the commentary and also with Ladybug, like oh, how much damage she could do? She's a fourteen year old girl. Well, a lot actually. Yeah, yeah. Now that we talk about, it, I think maybe that's probably what they're going for. I guess. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. 
okay, I like it better now, but I still still very still so so stupid. It's still ridiculous when you watch it. Like you're like, what? Yes. How about as like a finale to Chloe? That's like kind of what I've come. Like I said, what I've come to. Terms I mean, it's with. it's pretty funny when you think about it. Like it's hilarious. It's, yes. Also, also, the Chloe statue is so funny. It's also like super sad. Like it is kind of the sad. way that we ended with Chloe because she literally is getting like. Like, her mom is dragging her through the mud at the end of the episode. Also, her mom's the worst. I would not want to be stuck with her mom. Uh, same. But, <laughs> like, but, like, her mom's just, like, giving it to her. And then she, like... like And then Marinette Chloe's the ultimate bully. Like, Chloe's the ultimate bully. She's every single, like, bully that I had in high school. Because she's literally, like... Feeling so bad, she's like, I'm going to go ruin someone else's life to make myself feel better. Like, wow, you are the absolute worst, Chloe. I, I hate you so much. The internet serves her. It's so good. Oh, it was so, it's so good. And like, I'm so bad for her. <laughs> I did feel sad when she looked at Sabrina's name. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think Chloe is just like this huge figure in Marinette's life. And we got the trauma episode this season. And it's like, she's been dethroned in the previous uh group of episodes and lost sabrina and now this is kind of her last gasp and the the show goes big with her because she's been this big presence for the show and for marinette and they finally have to defeat her one more time in a big dramatic way and i could see that like chloe just being gone from the show now like i think lila yeah uh we'll see what happens yeah. lila will be in the finale um I think very possible we're setting Lila up for a major villain presence next season. I think Chloe, no way. I, I feel like we're... Yeah, Chloe's yeah. gone. I also think it's that hilarious that everyone's sad. getting sent to London. That is really funny. Also, it's not that far, guys. That's the that's a big punishment is for it, for French people. Like, being sent to, to London. Like, to be fair, like, I mean, Felix, they, they do hate each other. So, like, Felix it's... already lives there. Uh, Kagami's getting punished by being sent to London. Adrian's getting sent to London. Chloe happens in London. Ladybug moves. Oh, I, I'm here for it. Eventually, we'll get a London special. I believe that is on the docket. Um, you would think you, you would think it would be next, but no. And by the way, there's more to sending them to London, as which we'll talk about in terms of their plan. It seems like, um, like to get them out of Paris. Uh, but yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, well, Chloe reminisce. If this is the end of Chloe. Um, which it might not be, could be wrong, but this, you know, Chloe's a character who we loved seasons one to three was fun and then had this potential redemption arc and then they subverted it in the season three finale and then they kind of wrote her off for a while and didn't do that much with her and um, they brought her back to the forefront here. Was it in a satisfying enough way to kind of end this character's arc? I think. Uh, no. You don't I think do, so? I do. Actually, I just had an idea. Yeah. Okay. So. They're planning something big. Everyone's getting moved out of London. I wouldn't be shocked if there's a throwaway line from her mom that's like, oh, yeah, they were going to do this. So I just, like, wanted you out of the way. And so, and then, like, let's, whatever horrible thing they're going to do, maybe that kind of, like, flips a switch in Chloe. Oh, and she's good now? Yeah, like, maybe she's, like, worried about Sabrina or... You know, she's scared because, like, whatever they're going to like, whatever they're going to do is not going to So we asked for the last time, we asked, is this Chloe Demption our... I mean, I hesitate to say redemption. Is Will she be maybe more subdued and apologize to Sabrina and be more of like a less selfish person now? Uh, I don't know. It didn't seem like the it show was interested in that the past two seasons. Yeah. That is true. 
I will say this is Chloe's rock bottom. Yeah. I I think also because of the way that they've presented Chloe in these last few episodes that I I don't I feel like even if she does get re, like redeemed, it's not going to be satisfying. Like maybe she could be redeemed in like season 6, but I think that if they did it like right now, I would not be happy. Yeah. I don't know. I could see, like it could also just be like, you know, with Lila throwing her away. Yeah, I think it's like a thing where she's like humbled and um just maybe not as brazenly terrible now. Not necessarily redeemed. If yeah. she's in the show at all. If yeah, I I don't know. I'm kind of over her. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Sad, yeah. I, but I, I like overall. I'm happy they did something with Chloe in the last season, and it was a it was like a big spectacle, fun piece. I think that's good. The only thing that it wasn't my favorite thing this season, like personally, I think the uh, the grouping of episodes from the start of the Lila Chloe class election to Revolution up until the last five minutes. I think that's like probably the weakest run of the season. Um, but. Uh, it's I'm I'm okay with a big Chloe thing in the presence of the last season. The only frustrating thing is just that it's like right at the end. It's like this wasn't the most important thing to us, and then we had to rush to the Adrianette kiss, and now we're kind of off onto the actual things we wanted to see from the finale. The other thing I don't like about it is that, um, like the the way that they've brought Chloe back essentially to be a pawn in Lila's scheme, like that doesn't feel. And it's bothered me, like, this entire time that I don't like seeing Chloe be a pawn. Because she's never been a pawn. And she's always been the queen. And that's how she's always been presented to us. And that's how she's always acted. And for her to just be so complacent in Lila's scheme just is not on track with her character. Like, why why would Chloe agree to not be in charge? You yeah, ma- yeah, I, I think that's a legit point. Maybe that's why this is a humbling for Chloe. She's no longer the main, uh, main yeah. mean girl, you know? She's had to step back to support Lila, and that's, and she got uh, stepped down a peg even in that role. So maybe that's what they're going for. But I agree it's like a weird uh, look for, for her. Maybe more befitting of her reduced role in seasons four and five, which we didn't find satisfying to begin with. Yeah. Any last Chloe thoughts? Rip Chloe. R.I.P. Chloe. Have fun in England. Have fun in England. Yep. I just we'll, we'll go over some more specifics in episodes. Oh, there's a lot. I'll point out. I just want to point out this one weird thing in Revolution. Um, so first of all, we get Miss. Me- Me- okay, well, I'll, I'll go through this whole thing because it's 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 funny. Um, so there, <laughs> the resistance and Miss Boosty and Damocles are protesting Chloe at the school to like reinstate them. Uh, Chloe calls them all libertarians. Did you? Did we catch so that? Funny. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Never heard the show use a political <laughs> a political so term. Funny. I loved it. I love that's so, that was I, I was was it libertarians in French? That's so funny. Um, also, that like she gets that political term correct, but like, not democracy. Yeah, well, that's because she's evil, democracy. right? So she can't say democracy. Right? Uh, we get a shot of Miss Mendeley of teaching only Chloe in the class about the bourgeois family history. So funny, so hilarious. And then cut to. Well, we then were like, oh, where did uh, Ivan and Mylene go? Cut to this literal six-second segment. There's a giant gold Chloe statue. Mm-hmm. And there's a shot of Ladybug and Cat are like, that's weird. 
bang, done, cut to something else. <laughs> so great. This, this, uh, like, th- this is uh, the Hollow Dad. Like, this is the show <laughs> didn't, like, edited this in a, like, it got out of hands and they wanted to keep this, but they only made it six seconds. Uh, this is such a ladybug staple. A uh, giant gold Chloe statue that they didn't follow up with at all. I timed it. Like, literally, it's a six-second scene. It's so fun. I love it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's other good stuff, too. I think that's the main thing. Um, last major thing. Let's talk about Ladybug and Cat have all grown up now. And, yes. Uh, so now- I was like, this is the end. Yeah, I was I was very nervous I was whenever stressed. they were de-transforming. They were de-transforming in their bubbles. Yeah. And then they can slow it down and then they figure out that they're grown up and they don't have to de-transform anymore. And Hawk Moth is so mad. I'd, Although, I'd be mad too. This is a cop out. He had them. He deserved it. Yeah. You know what? He kind of did. And <laughs> He was so mad. No, it's great. Works for I'm, me. I'm, I'm mad for him. Thank because... you. We're back on board. April's back on board. No, I just love he's like, Nuro. And Nuro's like, I need gay, bro. Yeah. So yeah. Much. I like, well, and I love that it's like the corniest explanation ever. Like, yes, maybe they, they grew up. Well, this is like, a very corny uh, mechanic that the show has. So I, I think it's appropriate. I love it. Why are they, why then... are they grown up at 14? Why not? Did they, they, had I mean, the, they had their bar and bar mitzvah. That's what happened. So now they're adults. Like, I, don't, I don't know how to tell you this, but sometimes people have to grow up very quickly when there's traumatic events taking place in their life. I mean, that's definitely what Marinette and Adrian's, what, like past six months have been since the show started. <laughs> exactly. I guess it checks out. But I just... uh he was so well, mad. So good. My favorite part is then afterwards, like, whenever they're like, we're not going to de-transform. And then... Cataclysm. Cataclysm. Is like, cataclysm. Yeah, he's like, cataclysm, cataclysm, cataclysm. And I'm like, this is the this is hilarious. I'm here for this. Yeah, now he can cataclysm as much as he wants. So sweet. You cataclysm all you want. We're gonna have 45 lucky charms. <laughs> 45 anime swords. Oh god. Well, yes. Everyone. This is a good point. Is she just gonna lucky anime charm sword. a million times? Anime I sword. hope so. <laughs> well, at least Wait. Well, this would help when they like cut it. She's like, haha, I'm gonna do it again. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, and also, but, okay, what, they, also they also have enough trouble with the animation tracking the Lucky Charm with one uh, Lucky Charm. <laughs> Imagine she has to throw out three things. Lucky yeah. Forty-five Lucky Charm. We haven't seen her use a Lucky Charm in a while. True, you're right. I mean, we she, she Lucky we, Charms for like a crown, and it's like, oh, this was actually for Chloe. Yeah, but she didn't like actually. She didn't like use, use it. it. Yeah, no. We need a good one in the finale. I agree. And I hope it's like a pencil or like a Q-tip or something. No, no, no. I really have favorites when it's like some absurdly heavy object. Should, yeah, That's and my she, favorite. Yeah, she struggles so, to it's a boat. It's good. So it's good. funny. Like, it's so funny. So then, Every time. What do we think of them growing up? I mean, I guess this is like, this is, we, we're thinking of this as like the end of like arc one of Ladybug seasons one to five. So they grow up after this. We saw the future in that time, I think time tagger or whatever episode yeah. where yeah. we the adult one. They don't, we don't know about, they don't have to transform. Um, I don't, I didn't see, I, I didn't see it coming, but like, it feels, this is, feels like a big, like, end step for. It felt, I think it felt earned. Yeah. It, and I like that that's not something we're going to have to deal with. Like, it yes. takes away something with. It was so it. like, what's the word? I know I'm having hard The time show struggled to juggle the detransforming many. Yeah, it was also just so like I guess I'm going to say cliché. I'm not sure if that's the word I want to use, but like or trite. 
Well, I like think... that was the issue that they were like, oh, I'm just going to get them to detransform. Ha ha ha. Nope, yeah, can't do that, that again. He's also yeah. tried that like 30,000 yeah. times. Yeah. I think it also leads way to identity reveals because that has been like the biggest thing where it's like, we can't reveal our identities. Oh no, we're going to detransform and then our identities will be revealed. But we're kind of in this place where it doesn't matter anymore. So what is it like? Yes. It's a big deal, like if they were to detransform in that moment. But once we get some type of bigger identity reveal, then it's not going to matter anymore. So they're like, let's just take care of this problem now before we, like, I guess, have to deal with it. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, I think it relates to identity reveals. We'll see if that's it feels like a good transition thing for the show. Um, you know, it's still like reason for them not to tell each other if they get akumatized, but if there's no, some, no person akumatizing anymore, then, you know, yeah. in that case, so we'll see about that. Um, or if, will it be someone else or will it be a different villain power? That's a big question. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's a, a fun thing. It's, it's like, oh, we've come so far. Um, yeah, they've earned it for sure. Good job, guys. I mean, They're you're still very much now. children, but yeah, I guess you're a bigger kid. That's the <laughs> that's the thing. No, they're grown up now. That's what they said. Oh boy, <laughs> I guess you, I guess they can run for mayor now. Yeah, perfect. Um, that's what I learned from this episode. Yeah, if I learned anything from *Miraculous Ladybug*, it's that children can be mayor of Paris. Yep, that's what that's I got. Okay, so my biggest. Speak, speaking of, we talked about Miss Bustier. Big, big set of episodes. Oh my god, we have a gay t-shirt and she's going to be gay mayor. It's amazing. She's it. Miss Bustier is running for mayor. <laughs> and she's it. pregnant and gay. What do we She think? decided that like that was a quick turnaround time for her. They they literally that very they were like, day were just great. like they, literally the same day they were like you should be mayor and she's this like This is all the same uh, This is literally the same night like uh, Yeah, it's all it. within uh, the last 24 hours. I'm not bothered. Also, she's going to let these children run her campaign. I'm yep. sold. We love it. Yep. But I love but representation. T- it starts at night and ends with the sunrise. By the way, I love the framing of time. In, in Good that episode. stuff. Uh, the- I w- so I was mad about that because every time that they were like, if they were in Paris and it was night, that it was day in London. And I was it was like, so that, annoying. I that is not look, how Look, they're in different works. time zones, okay? They're very no, far apart. No, that's not. It's only like a couple hours. It's so irritating. Adrian was watching the BBD news broadcast uh, in London. <laughs> Miss Mustia is running for mayor, like all candidates against Ar- Armand Argencourt. Uh, did we? Did you understand this? I have no. no I have no idea what's going I on. Th- I think my assumption is this is a French politics joke, but I did not get Probably. it. Probably. <laughs> Maybe. I was like, Maybe there's just this guy, and he always. Yeah. Runs is there one of- guy that? Yeah. <laughs> is that what this is a joke? Is it like their equivalent of the Green Party? Is that the joke? Right. Like, like I, I, I assume this is just the joke that went over our heads as Americans, but. Uh, it's- I like that we we have like that there's there. always some like old rich guy who's running I guess or so. just it's, it's just the same guy he's always runs for mayor and he never wins so yes. season six starts Miss Bustier is definitely mayor right duh of course and her baby can be deputy mayor oh my god oh my gosh I hope she's not pregnant the first baby finale predictions Miss Bustier has the baby yes or no I don't know no. at this point I don't know she, we went through so much and she didn't have the baby. <laughs> She's... I'm glad she didn't. I was so stressed for her. Oh, my God. No, when Marinette was like, she's pregnant. She can't be under this stress. I was like, the baby's coming. Uh, that was it's like, not... wow, you're Delaney. You re- it was like you read. Re- I was so <laughs> that was That was for Delaney. Like, we no, recognize that she's pregnant. The baby's, the baby's coming in the finale. It's happening. We learned that her name is Colleen Bustier. And yes. she has a presumably wife, uh, Giselle. 
who was on a motorcycle. What Ship was it. the other? Because they called her by another um, last name at one point. Oh, I don't know. I just wrote it down Giselle. Um, we don't. We don't say Giselle is a woman. She could be non-binary, of course, or could be the go by they them. But you know, uh, I think I think by by the uh, in, by not telling us then she's co- coded a woman, right? And so I think that that's the implication that you take away. And they kiss. Yep. A, a gay kiss on full blown ladybug. I love it. They're like so. This is so good. They're gay, but like it's a gay like interracial. Like yeah. there's like so much happening. Yes. It's great. Uh. This is, this is shocking how gay Ladybug has been this season. It's incredible. We went from like nothing to this. Like, you know, when we were talking about like the really long pause between I love Julica and then there's this. Yeah. Which, yeah. you know, that in and, and of itself is something. And we had the whole Zoe thing. We're saying she likes yeah. Marinette, explicitly gay. We have explicitly gay. I mean, you know, the teacher or a parent of a friend being gay is kind of like a trope, right? But I will say the teacher, I, to me, this feels like a pretty big deal, though, just because Miss Bustay is kind of like a kind of a. She's a big character. presence and we yes. see them kiss. It's not just that like, oh, so we're going to hold hand, you know, like and it's yeah. and it's it's like a big thing of the show. And also we follow it up with this Mark and Nathaniel moment. Another yeah. so good. another uh, Rose and Julica moment of which there have been many. And uh, Zoe's still out there being, you know, her little queer self. Right? We need to, get, we need we, to give yes. Zoe a girlfriend. Yeah, we, we do. <gasps> she needs one. Um, and I don't know who she can date, but she needs a girlfriend. Any options? Also, like Mylene and Ivan are queer. Like they're a queer couple. One of them or both are definitely non-binary down the line. Like there's yes. no question. Yeah. Um, this I think legitimately Ladybug season five is one of the most queer seasons of television we've covered on the podcast. Yeah, and it's beautiful. Like it's it not great. the main characters like some other shows, but legit, this is like probably in the top ten of ones we've talked about. Like it, it, Ladybug, yeah. are you serious? Well, I think I think the best part about it too is like it's so just natural. Like they've done it very well. Not- yeah. Yeah. And then I'm still, I really appreciate that they had like Zoe have a crush on Marinette. Like, that's still the biggest thing for sure. That's like, it involves the main character. Zoe's a major secondary character. Like, Miss Bustier stuff is nice too, but it's like a nice accentuation to Zoe stuff, which is still the main amazing thing I think that the show did. Yes. Um, So I guess Zoe can't date Kagami anymore because Kagami's with Felix. Yeah, sad. Is anyone available? Why are all these teenagers no. like together? Oh, uh, oh, I got it. I got it. This is gonna be whole Zoe and Sabrina. Oh yeah, we. Ma- I think we mentioned that too. It is the natural way to go with the, their class. That would also make Chloe like ungodly mad. Chloe's like, and I I'm, a homo- homo- I'm a homophobe. This is unacceptable. Oh, <laughs> Chloe's like a girl. That's fine, but my sister. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And this is all before Chloe's gay awakening later on. Down the line. Yes, exactly. Duh. Yes. Oh, obviously, that was implied. Why not? <laughs> Should the title podcast be a girl that's fine, but my sister? <laughs> I don't think that works for this. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it's great. Okay. Anything else on Miss Bustier? Um. What's okay? What's it, this show is going to completely change? You know, any problems were caused just because Chloe's dad was mayor? I know. Like, yeah. so many problems. And the, the season has done a good what? job concluding a lot of these minor also, things. And we I see Julica say, speak again this episode. He has really yes. become one of my favorite characters. The mayor's really great, yeah. He, he's, he's such great. a good guy. I mean, also, also I really appreciate I mean, Zoe stepping up for him. She was like, wait, yeah. he's great, I promise. I also absolutely hated that, like, 
Gabriel took advantage. He's a snake. He's a snake. This, no, way, this, is a, this is another one of those big, like, outside the realm of possibility things. Like, Gabriel takes a video. He edits it in, like, Windows Movie Maker on his ring. Yeah. And everyone just <laughs> believes it. Like, it right? just airs oh, unquestioned. Like, uh, He's a who did he even send it to? The Call news, I guess. Uh, did he upload it to you? YouTube, like who knows? He emailed all of Paris because that's definitely well, something. So Miss B- oh, yeah. Bustier had to show it on the news. I don't think that they were. I think he uploaded like to Twitter or something, and the news wouldn't play it until the villain showed it there. Um, oh. oh my god, what's Gabriel's social media? Gabe, uh, I bet, I bet he's like BFS with Elon Musk on Twitter. He's like, I support all oh, your absolutely. changes. To oh, Twitter. Is that not? Is that not what Tomoe is? is Tomoe, I, I mean, we, was... we said Tomoe was the Elon Musk. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Unfortunately, she would. She, she would. Ch- like, I think Tamoy would change it to X. That seems right. Yes, yeah. I'm still not over her being like. I mean, I understand why your son ran away, but what's wrong with my daughter? Like, that's so. That's it's, so she's really good that's with kids. So, yeah. oh, that feels like so very like also, in tune like, with like parents these days. Also, the in scene, they're like in prison. Oh yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about this. Okay. Last thing. Okay. Operation Perfect Alliance is coming. So let's start in the beginning of collusion. Yeah, I remember. I was like, what? I couldn't remember what they were calling it. I just Operation knew it was Perfect stupid. Alliance, because the alliance rings, presumably. What a great the- name. No one will figure it out. Yeah, it's a also, it like they use it in reference to their own children, which is so yeah. bothersome. First, okay, before this, in beginning of collusion in the Dead Wife Garden, Gabriel says, Emily, my love, the cycle is coming to an end. In a matter mm-hmm. of days, it will all be over, or rather, it will start over again. I swore to you I would do anything to bring us together. We're almost there. This is the first time I feel like he's referred to it as a cycle that I can remember. Yes. Yes. This is really interesting. Um, so he's like, I'm going to die, and you're going to come back, and you have to get me. The cycle of someone being using the butterfly miraculous for evil? Hmm. What? Well, uh- the, but we don't even know, like... The cycle because he's going to make a wish and the new world cycle will begin? I think it's he's the cycle of them not being together. He's going to die and then she's going to be alive. And But he and then he immediately says, I swear we'll be together again. But he, yeah. he could be... Yeah, like eventually, maybe in another cycle. But this... But he I don't didn't know. say he also this cycle is coming. He also does just say stuff. The cycle... Yeah, the cycle is coming to end. It will all start over again. It is interesting. What is the cycle that he's referring to? Is it does it involve the wish? I mean, it involves the wish presumably somehow. But so, it... like, I think we're kind of entering this like greater, like broader, like lore. So this might be something we just there's no way for right. us to that, guess. That, that's what that's what it, that's what it invokes to me is the greater miraculous lore. Yeah, I I agree. It's like it might it just might be something that hasn't been revealed to us yet. Yeah, like, no. I, I mean we we know about the like, cycle of like creation and destruction. Yeah. yeah. So that's I think if still, if, if it, it was something we knew been... about, it would either be creation destruction or like Emily's back to life and there's a price. I don't know, but it's all the also, same thing. So there's also like. So we know, you know, he found the miraculous, but like we still don't really understand how he came about this knowledge. Yeah, we, we haven't he gotten also the backstory. Have, yeah, he didn't have the. I want to keep calling it the grimoire, but that is what it was—the grimoire. Yeah, yeah, but like, because he didn't get that until later. So right, like, what I don't know, like, 
Yeah, we have, like, we have pieces. I would really like to see this all connected. I wonder if there's something deeper with like Emily's family. Yeah, it could be a cycle. They, with did, the they, they did. They did make a point of saying like they went back to England for medicine. So yeah. it makes me wonder if that's like maybe there's some sort of like lore with like there's their families connected to the miraculous. Yeah. Okay. How about Operation Perfect Alliances? We're kind of transitioning. So in uh, okay. Revolution, they're going to brainwash everyone. They say no, they've right. sold enough alliances. Once Kagami and Adrian are safe in London, we'll launch Operation Perfect Alliance. We're going to brainwash everybody. So this, this definitely implies yeah. that they're going to affect people via the alliance rings. Yeah. Or. Yes, they're going to do something with people in the alliances. Specifically wonder... what we don't know, but. Yeah. Yeah, and there's so many things that you could speculate. I mean, if we want to get really dark, they use the alliances to suck all of the life out of everybody, and that's messed up. It. Wow, so that's so Gabriel doesn't have to die in the wish. They... To be yeah. fair, my first thought was that they just explode, but that's so lazy. I mean, that is lazy. Well, also, scary. what would that accomplish? Like, nothing. I don't know. I don't just know what they're trying. I don't, people. Like, I don't understand, like, I mean, if they, so here's the thing, let's say they're going to use it to brainwash everybody and be like, find Cat Noir and Ladybug. We've done that before. Like, yeah. so I, I feel like I, there I, has to be something like real, like, I feel like, I don't know if we can guess what this is going to be like. I, uh, I, I don't know. Okay, I'm how about of... this? Let's bring in the last, the last okay. scene we've seen. Kagami and Adrian are put into these white rooms. Um, and it, yeah. well, you, Kagami and someone who looks like Adrian, let's say. Um, yeah. Could be Adrian, oh. could be Felix. Uh, That's true, you're right. And uh, and it's time to launch Operation Perfect Alliance. And we get this iconic monarch line. It's time to put an end to the adventures of Ladybug and Cat Noir. Which mm, I think I is, which I think is better that. internationally because that's the actual title of the show. I think in some countries, Adventures. Uh, are... Yep. Um, is that the title of the show here? It has a long subtitle, right? It is. Oh, it's, it's, it's Miraculous. It's like no, it's, it's, it's Tales of Ladybug and Cat Noir here. Yeah, yeah. it's Miraculous. But in French, it's Miraculous Les Adventures de Ladybug et Chat Noir. So it makes more sense in French, that line. Okay. He, they, he terrible, seen, the I translation should have been Tales of then. Uh, oh, well. Anyway, it doesn't matter. They do matter. what they want. I love, I love that from Gabe, though. I still support Hi. you, Gabe. I still support I, I really think that they're tr- going to try and create their own, like, ladybug and cat miraculouses. I don't know why I love that do idea. Do tell. But that, How? Okay, so think about it. Because they have, like... We watched them break down the old Miraculouses, right? Yes. And in theory, he made those rings out of them. But but then he must have also used them to put in the alliances because how else would he be able to transfer all of the powers to other people? And so I think that there's like a technology aspect to it, which is why I like Tomoe's involved. And like... If you can use the power to put something into the ring, why couldn't you use the ring to take something out of something else? Does that make sense? Mm. What, what because would they would why, they, instead of taking else, it, they would make their own? Yeah, because why else would he be so confident? Like he up until this point, he has literally failed. Like, and he's recognized that on so many different accounts that he has failed to retrieve, like 
the miraculouses of Ladybug and Cat Noir. And so, given that Tomoe is really intelligent, obviously, um, why wouldn't she be able to, in the process of breaking down the other miraculouses, learn how to reconstruct? And so, it's just a matter of figuring out what exactly they could use to power their new miraculouses. And so, if they use, like, the life force from everyone else wearing an alliance... Because we've also watched Gabriel use, like, the life force of the Kwamis That's to true. keep himself That's alive. We did see that. I, I, I think the key thing is, like, this is an interesting theory. I like that it ties into the beginning of the season where he remade the Alliance Rings. I like that. Um, this is precipitated on the fact that he needs the Ladybug and Cat Noir Miraculous for Operation Perfect Alliance. That that is the end yeah. goal. Yeah. Yes. So Delaney, I guess, questioned that before, right? Like when you said, like, uh, maybe we're not making the wish. That's not the end goal of Operation Perfect Alliance. Maybe this is a stepping stone to the wish or something. Or it's like part of it. Like, because we, cause we keep getting this, like, Tomoe being like, don't remember, don't forget you're part of the deal. So, like, what is it that Tomoe wants? Good question. Um, the, 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 Tomoe's daughter is safe and they're going to affect everyone else who has alliance rings. So Monarch knows that Ladybug and Cat do not have alliance rings. Alliances, yeah. So his yeah. plan can't be that he's going to get their miraculouses just through activating the alliance rings. However, maybe he so, like, activates what... everyone and their zombies and then they take control of whoever is he... not those uh, in an alliance ring. Actually... He could also use the... The, maybe that same theory, but not create miraculouses, but use that life force to revive Emily. No, because, okay, so I'm beginning to get on board with April's idea because, so we've done this before previously, where kind of we're like, there's just something, this seems very different than our other times where they're like, I need to protect my son from whatever evil yes. nonsense I'm about to do. This seems like they're going to do something really bad, and so that they need their children safe. Yeah. Which I think they, the bit level one, they're just going to mind control everyone with an alliance ring. And yeah. it's going to become yeah. like a zombie hellscape but, and they need uh, the kids away. But I, I wonder if they're able to pick and choose which alliance rings they... Uh, well, I mean, obviously they can because of um, Monarch transferring the powers to rings. Because yeah. I would say I, that I, if they were just going to mass alliance ring, then why would... like? One, Gabriel be so insistent that Adrian have an alliance ring, but also why would Tomoe let Kagame wear an alliance ring? Yeah, I mean, good questions. I think even if they chose not to activate their two alliance rings, they just wanted them out of the chaos could be an explanation. Um, well, yeah, that makes sense. But I, I, I like your idea that there is more to what is going on with the alliance. I think I think there is something beyond just we're going to take control of everyone. I also, mean, mind control is sense. what happens every episode, so it needs should be probably yes. something different. Yes. Also, April makes a good point about, like, if if Hawk Moth can transfer, there's no reason it can't go both ways. It's really it's really interesting. I mean, because that's I mean, think about it in terms of like the Internet, right? Yeah, you can upload and you download like it goes both ways there. You can't really block it. Like if you block it, then you shut it off completely. Like you don't get one or the other. So basically, you're, you're saying thinking, he's just Bellos and he wants to drain everyone in Paris. Maybe. And then he he needs that energy to put to funnel into something else. Yeah, now, and what that, does he need it for? Yeah, it's a good question. 
I don't know why his plan all along would be to make his own alliances ring this season and yet still try to get Ladybug and Cat Noir's rings. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, this could also just be like a last-ditch effort for him. It could be that this is the backup and- plan or like ultimately he knows that they'll eventually get to this anyway. Or I think more likely there's something else, not just, it's like maybe some other the- application. Maybe I mean, he, maybe he gives like everyone in Paris superpowers. Yeah, I think he, but he, he, he did. He did all he that. He did that it, though. He, he, he like, I was gonna say all the villains he, he came also, back. He That's can't true. split up the miraculouses. You know what I mean? Like he can't send, um, like pollen into more than one. It can only yeah. go into one. So yeah, he transfers it. I, I like the idea that something will be happening with the Miraculouses and the, and the remaking the Miraculouses and the construction. I think that seems likely. I'm on board. Unless he... Be, hmm. There's so many, so many possibilities. Well, let's talk about... And then we'll open up at the very end for any last predictions. But let's go through our list of things that will happen or could happen and give one last guess to will this happen in the finale? Okay. Um, I don't think the wish was on our list, but let's. Uh, here, here was the the things that we had before season five. Uh, sent a monster confirmed. So we said that already happened. Yes. Dating uh, happened. Adrianette, they kissed. They're officially dating, even though they were before. Check. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adrian knows he's a sent a monster. Has not nope. happened yet. Will that happen in the finale? Yes. Delaney? Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm more skeptical, but I like the vision you guys outlined with Gabriel revealing the last part of the story before he is no longer a factor, whether he dies or some other thing. Um, but I just I I could see the fact that they're like we give half of it here and we save half of it for the next segment of the show. I'm afraid of that, but we'll see. I I feel like Adrian being a scent monster is such a core part of all of this, and I like you. That... And I like you saying that that's a core part of his character arc, and that should come at this point. I like that. Um, I'm I'm just I'm just very. Uh... I think that I think that him finding out could happen, and then as we move forward, it's him dealing with that fact. So he finds out in the finale. And it's like and at the end and he grapples forward. with it and it's kind of a clip. Yeah. yeah. And I, then, at, yeah, as we move, not only like for him, but like how it impacts his relationship with Marinette, how it impacts his relationship with whatever parental figure is left in his life. How, you know what I mean? Like him finding out creates that drama that we will no longer be getting from like, Marinette obsessing over Adrian. You know what I mean? Like, it creates a new, like, set yeah, of drama. I like it. Um, I'll say no for the sake of this, just because I'm just so skeptical and beaten down by these shows. Um, I'm very worried, and I'm very worried about the next thing. Identity reveals Marinette knows Adrian's identity. Adrian learns Marinette's identity. Will this happen in so, the finale? Uh, are we... Just those identity reveals, right? And then we'll get to the last two Hawkmoth things. But Marinette learns Adrian's identity. Adrian learns Marinette's identity. Delaney, where are you at heading into the next two weeks? This is hard. Can can we be split on this? 
I mean, I think we this is this is probably the least likely thing to happen, right? Uh, but Adrian was so close. I know he that sweet boy was so he was right there, right there. I'm gonna say it happens. Why not? All the other before stuff the season, you were the only one to say it wouldn't happen this season, and now you think it will happen. Yep, I'm a traitor. <laughs> April, what about you? Can I be split? You like, think one happens think... and not the other? Yes. Marinette learns Adrian, but Adrian doesn't learn Marinette. Um. Yes. Okay. Because, and I think only because Adrian was so close to revealing it to Marinette, like so close, and the only thing that stopped him was the nightmare. Yeah. Um. I. I... Which seems dumb. Why wouldn't he just still tell her? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. After that. I will say, I think that the show is at a point where they absolutely could do it and they have built it up and it would be the right time. And I think that they should do it. And I am still, um, I know I started the season, like, of course, it's going to happen here. You know, I just think at the point where we're at right now, heading into the finale, Adrian doesn't know he's a Santa monster. We haven't seen the rest of the backstory. We haven't seen the identity reveals. This feels like the thing that's least likely to happen to me at this point. And, um... If that is the case, I will very likely be coming on the finale podcast pretty upset. So look forward <laughs> to that. Um, Perfect. We're always upset. We're very positive about Ladybug compared to everyone else. But uh, we are, and we also and are. also yeah, not. <laughs> and people are just like this show's still airing, and I'm like, why are you talking about my child like this? Yes, right? exactly. Uh, and then last few things: we, we Gabriel's identity as monarch is revealed. Yes, I think it's. I think it's. It's happened halfway, which means it'll. it'll I guess Marinette knows now. Yeah, so I'll say. I'll say. I'll say yes. Look, I'm utterly convinced that she knows. Like, this is a lot of uh, faith in Marinette. Okay, to (laughs) if you're gonna be upset at the next podcast, if if Marinette doesn't know and she, yeah, (laughs) that'll be upsetting. I'm gonna be raging. I can't wait. My Twitter slash X ban is going to be over, and you best believe I'm going to put April Thomas, Thomas on black. Okay, <laughs> don't go, don't go. No, we don't encourage people coming at Thomas on Twitter. He has enough okay, problems Thomas, on look, Twitter already. Thomas, we are friends. I'm going to do it with nothing but love okay, in my heart. I'm going to be honest. I think Thomas secretly likes being blasted on Twitter. Yeah, an attention thing. Yeah. Okay, imagine we don't need to get into it. Okay. We, imagine if we put him on blast on Twitter. Okay, Thomas, I'm just kidding. If no, I won't don't do that. come at Thomas. But I will. I won't come at Thomas. But I will come onto this podcast and I will be raging. Yeah. It, it, guys, we are two months behind on the finale. People, if this happened, people have already came at Thomas about this. We don't need to worry about that. Like, this has already true. happened. And we That's just aren't true. aware of it. Right. Thomas, you're safe. You're safe. Also, okay. regardless, <laughs> also, regardless of what happens, people are going to come for Thomas. So, uh, yeah. yeah but, that's true. Um, okay. okay so, next game. Next, Thomas, I'm going to leave you alone. I love you. Next Monarch <laughs> things. Uh, monarch makes the wish. The wish actually happens. Yes or no? No. No. I think I'm reversing everything I said from earlier. Yeah, we this didn't season. predict this one, but um, see, I think either the wish will happen or it will almost happen, and I'm not sure which. Um, I could see it almost happening, but I don't think that it's going to happen. But the only thing that makes me say it won't happen is just because if the wish happens, that is a lot to like reverse. <gasps> I have like, the thing. I guess you, I have look. We could just do Deus Ex Machina the wish away, back away. Okay, what's it's based on a spoiler. Yes, okay. it's based on a promo image I've seen. Okay, no, thank you. 
Okay, fair. Okay. Oh. What promo image of... have you seen? It was something from, from the crew. It oh, was yeah, like it was annoying. like art. They're annoying. Okay. Um like I don't follow them, it just appeared. I was like, what's this? And there was like one detail I noticed, and I was like, I wish I could bleach my mind. Sad, yeah. The only th- I, I've always thought the wish would happen at the end of season five. I mean, maybe we thought at the various points it would happen earlier, but I feel like we've we've thought that a lot. We've thought I've really always thought it, but the uh, this Operation Perfect Alliance thing is throwing me off a little because it like I I do think it could be like a step or um in place of a wish or. I don't yeah, know. I think the wish the, well, the wish has to come. The, the wish has to it be in play. I'm pretty sure that, about that's, that. that. I mean, that's, that's the whole point. Though. That's like the only reason he wants the miraculous. So, but we've also we've bar- we haven't talked much about the wish. Yeah, except true, except, which he, is excepting that the what the first of these three episodes he says only, we'll be together again soon. The only thing the only thing that makes me believe the wish could like half happen but not completely happen is that something like something would have have to have happened in terms of like an identity reveal for them to hand over their miraculouses for a wish to almost take place. Like, I feel like those would have to, like it would have to be something along the lines of like, that's true. You would think that it like, would precipitate an identity reveal if he has the miraculouses, unless you think he makes because, his own miraculouses. Unless he makes his own miraculouses, which I still, I really like that idea Thank you, me. Thank I mean, you. they but... had. I mean, they exist. Like, what? Someone had to have made them. Yeah, but also, like, the only way that I could imagine Gabriel getting the miraculouses is, or at least one of them, is if in the monarch reveal, like that, it's Gabe Gabriel. Is that as Gabe is giving his vil his villain um mo- monologue, he says to Adrian. Or to Cat Noir, I'm only trying to make a wish to bring my wife back. And then at that point, Cat Noir slash Adrian would have to be like, Mom? And and that shatters everything. Like And then and then Marinette is like, Oh my god, I love Adrian. Here's my miraculous. Yeah, yeah. I, I see that all these things are tied. I it, it's complicated. Um we will see on the wish. How about Gabriel dies as in his physical form is dead after this season. Yep, dead. Rip. <laughs> Not and if he has a new body from a wish or something else and he has a physical form next season, that doesn't count. Like that that means he still doesn't die. Even if maybe his body died, he's not dead if he has a physical form next season. And not a hologram uh, or a robot. That's dead. He's gonna be AI. I oh, man. Dead. What do you think, April? I Ugh. I would love for him to not die, but oh, it's over. Bye. But I don't know how we can go forward without him dying. Yeah, I'll stick with he dies, but is still in play in a supernatural form with technology. Here's the last thing because we haven't <laughs> talked about Natalie as much, other than that she. Looks oh my like gosh! She's, she's watching videos of Emily. Looks like she's kind of a goner. It's I think it's notable she hasn't. Her really... hair is. Whitening. Yeah, she hasn't like stood up to Gabriel as much as we thought. I feel like she. I don't know that she has the energy to it do it. It doesn't seem though. like she was able to. Like yeah. she's she's bedridden. So I like, guess she's is, not. Is Natalie... She can't even. She can't even use her robot legs to keep make herself walk. Like she's unfair that Gabe is uh, all uh, decayed body and he can still move around. Yeah, uh-huh. right. Yeah, that's messed up. Will Natalie die? And it, or what will happen to her, Delaney? Rip Natalie. 
That's pretty sad, though. It's so sad. But also, a lot can come. This sounds bad. It's very sad. I would rather Natalie not die. But a lot can come from Natalie dying. Because then we can get, you know, maybe she sends those videos of Emily to Adrian. Maybe she makes her own videos to Adrian. As well as send those videos. Like, there are so many things Natalie dying. Yeah, could set I like. I do like the cy- cyclical idea of Natalie making videos for Adrian. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think the show will do something with Natalie. <laughs> I guess that's my prediction because I don't think it's really done anything. Because yet. well, and the other thing is that Adrian is still going to need a parental figure at the end of this, and so the gorilla. It's either girl. Yeah, I was to say it's gorilla. Oh, the sweet gorilla! I would love that. He'd be the best father. Um. But I, fe- I feel like it's going to be one of... I mean, I can't... I genuinely can't imagine Emily coming back to life. Oh, I guess the last... Uh, will Emily come back to life? That's a good question. I can't, I can't see that happening. I just can't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's a tough one. Uh, that's hard. I could definitely see Gabe dying Emily back to life. But then Natalie died too. And I, 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 have... I just I think Natalie dying would be so sad for the show. Like Gabe dying, the it sh- would the, be the reason. Remember the reason why I thought that Gabe will die is because the show has made him very evil in a way he wasn't in previous seasons, which I think builds yes. up to the audience being okay with him dying. Natalie but is always sympathetic in the show. I don't. I don't think we can have. I. I no, 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 I'm sold. Both. Okay, we kill Gabriel, and Emily comes back, and Emily and Natalie are, are Adrian's mom. Yeah. Well, yeah, so, well, that's the thing. I think it has to be one or the other. It can't be both. Like, it's either going to be Gabriel dies or Natalie dies. We can't have both of those, yeah. because that would break our sweet baby Adrian so oh, much. True. And his mom doesn't and come back to life? Oh, man. And his mom doesn't come back to life? Like, we cannot have that. Then what? He goes and lives with Amelie? Amelie's going <laughs> to, I don't know what she's going to yeah, do. Yeah, who knows? He moves in with Marinette. Uh, very Aww, very that soon. That would be so very cute. Soon. Um, they, they're adults now, though. Apparently, yeah, they're adults. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll say Natalie alive, Gabriel dead, Emily alive somehow. Okay, that would be good. Uh, last thoughts? Any last predictions? Any last thoughts, Delaney? I don't think so. I'm beats. I know there's other stuff we haven't yeah. talked about, but I'm, I'm so, like I'm beat. I'm like mind wiped. Much like all of the people of Paris in the finale. Yep. It, or they all die. Or they all die. April, any last thoughts? <gasps> yeah, I don't know. What if they all, they, <laughs> what if they kill all the people in Paris to make new miraculouses? But That's then, but then Merida and, um, eight, I say Merida, Cat Noir and Ladybug have to, one, take off their miraculouses so they can use them to bring everybody back. <laughs> They, yeah, I mean, every, every, everyone might die and everyone gets brought back. That's possible for sure. And they have, to, oh, and they have to take up. it off in okay. order to do this, that. That's, I mean, uh, this that's happened cool. when they flooded Paris, so. I love that I've made Delaney say that's messed up multiple times this podcast. <laughs> Is that the title so of the podcast? Up. That's messed up? That could be. <laughs> like, that's messed up. <laughs> We could do that. I, I guess. Okay, the title is That's Messed Up, and it's Marinette crying on the Eiffel Tower. Yes. I think I think the screenshot should be, if you scroll down, the one of um, the the performance. I feel like the performance. That um, it could like be Marinette devastated in front of the projector after watching uh, what she saw. Also, or just any 
I'm sorry, Chloe's statue is so funny. And then at the bottom, the la- one of the last shots of the episode, Marinette pounding it with the recording of uh, yeah. Okay, to the to the sunrise is that. so gorgeous. That shot. That first off, that shot's so gorgeous. But also, I love that like like Cat Noir left her that voicemail and like goes through the whole process with her like he would if he was actually there. I love that so that was, much. That was really I was cute. like, yeah. I think that's like an ultimate representation of their relationship and their friendship. April, that was, someone... that was the name of this episode, Representation. Ah! <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> we'll be back in two weeks for the finale oh, podcast. God. Oh, God. oh, I was going to say the Ladybug's uh, speech to the people of Paris when they're in the bubble is really good. Okay. Um, we'll be back in two weeks because they're airing part one and then part two separate weeks. So That's evil. That so Why would they do that? Because uh, we need maximum time to digest the finale. I want to cry just thinking about it. Two weeks. Just hold off on the spoilers. Two more weeks. I think probably this will be our most anticipated podcast ever because I assume everyone's up in arms about the finale. There's no way these people are not up in arms. Whatever happens. That's true, yeah. Oh my gosh, in two weeks I can go back on Twitter. I know. Find out <laughs> what you, uh, April. Since you've left, uh, I hate to break it to you, but things are not good there. So you probably shouldn't. They be broke. Back. You probably uh, shouldn't be back. So bad. Don't come back. Don't, don't, come, don't come back. back. Um, You're free. The uh, yeah, finale podcast coming up. Let us know what you thought of this pod, this uh, podcast without spoilers. Uh, if you like this podcast, consider supporting us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overly animated. Thanks to all our current patrons, especially our patron podcast, Michael. And thanks as always to our patron executive producer, Steve, Michael, and Phonician. Um, and if I can pull up the Spotify stuff in time, uh, we can oh God, leave us an iTunes review, leave us a Spotify Q&A answer. Uh, no, it's not loading. But shout out to the people who commented there. And that is it. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Enjoy the full Luca rock opera. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. In the heart of Paris, a tale unfolds. A story of secrets, dudes. Of destinies untold. A shadowed mansion of father and son. Their hidden pass. A battle begun. Massive elegance, grace, and prestige. But behind closed doors, a truth besieged. A lineage of heroes, a curse they share, a legacy of pain across to bear. Oh, Ladybug, let me take you back in time to unravel the mystery, to uncover the rhyme. A boy named Adrian, so lost and alone, a scent a monster's heart, a soul overthrown. A distant mother, a love unrequited, a father's obsession, the pain ignited. A lonely boy trapped in a gilded cage Searching for freedom, turning the page But deep within his heart a spark did ignite A longing for love, a hunger for light Yet the secrets around him held him tight A fragile existence, a never-ending fright Oh ladybug, let they show you the way Through the darkness and shadows To a brighter day, dudes A world of illusions, the truth is concealed A scent of monsters struggle A fate are revealed But as the melody weaves its spell The pieces of the puzzle begin to swell Marinette, Marinette Let your compassion guide As Adrian's secrets break free from inside
A bond between souls, a connection so rare. Marinette's heart whispers a love to repair. She uncovers the truth, the tale finally told. A cement to monster's story, a future to mold. The aggress legacy, a cycle to break. A chance for redemption for love's sake. Marinette stands strong, her heart filled with grace. To save Adrian's soul, to find their rightful place. Oh, Ladybug. The power within your hands to heal wounds of the past to help them both stand in a symphony of emotions two destinies entwine a rock opera of love a hero refined as the music fades the story lives on in the hearts of listeners a connection so strong you dudes a rock opera's tale of love and strife a reminder that even shadows can find their light